0: Welcome to episode 145 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast devoted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Join in as Brent Casino, rotating panel with guests and myself, Ian Levesy, discuss whatever comes to mind. Time after time, here on Comic Timing, straight from the Sharknado's mouth, we review Comic-Con 2013. What news popped out of there, what occurrences occurred, and some surprises? Maybe. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name is Ian Levesque, and welcome to episode 145 of Comic Timing. And uh, yeah, five more to 150, and we still have no idea what we're doing, but we probably still have about five months to worry about that. So uh, yeah, Brent, let's get on that, right? <laughs> let's get on it. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably celebrate it around the same way we did 100. Just have a bunch of people on and uh, and go go nuts as always. We should have a contest. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that. Maybe do a maybe do a Facebook contest or something like that. Facebook contest. <laughs> Which person can uh can annoy us the most on Facebook can can hey, can win that. I like, yeah, like that like uh, that's idea. <laughs> so I I broke out the uh the uh the one West Coast beer I had in the fridge for tonight by the way. I'm drinking a a pyramid uh, Hefeweizen. So I'll get myself in the Comic-Con mood even though technically this is a Seattle beer. Al Sparrow, alias Torch Song, alias for the most part Al Sparrow these days because who goes on the forums anymore is, is, is back here with us for the first time in quite some time and uh, someone who actually went to Comic-Con can, uh, can tell us a little bit about his, his experiences. Al, how you doing, man? Is he there?
1: Al? He's on mute. Hello, am I there? There you go. There You're there you now. Well, I must have hit mute ah, ha-
0: happens to the best of us hey man, what's going on
1: nice nice uh, just popped in okay uh, no things are going great things are really really good uh, uh, you were mentioning you know the forums and yeah, I'm one of the five people that still uses it so <laughs> no that's that's not true there really are there really are still quite a few of us on there um that that still argue comics nonstop uh, I think the hot button issue now is do we like the new Shazam, or don't we like the new Shazam? Oh boy! And uh, I'm on the like side because it's Shazam, and I'll take it.
0: It's, Me too. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's 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 not that bad. I mean, it, it's 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 better than uh, than some of the other shit they've come up over the years for Shazam, for Shazam. So no doubt, still, no doubt, It's still pure. They didn't do the. Fl- the I thought they were going to do the Flashpoint thing,
2: whether it be seven kids mm. being the ki- Shazam, which I I like that idea too. So I'm not a purist by any means. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm waiting I, to see like how they play this off.
1: I'm, I'm waiting to see how they play it off because we saw at the end, for those of you who don't like spoiler alerts, plug your ears. <laughs> but at the end of it, you know, he, gave, he gave the powers to a group of his fellow orphans. What was cool about that was it seemed like each of them only got one power, mm-hmm. if, if I read that right. And uh, that could be kind of interesting. And I'm also wondering if that means, is it just those kids who can take the power or can Billy Batson bestow the magic power on anybody?
0: It looks like anybody. Yeah, ladder. that
1: would be awesome. Well, here's, here's my that? question. If you could
0: do it once, you could do it again. Yeah, here's yeah. my here's my question. Which one of them got stuck with heart?
1: <laughs> yeah, because what kind of a crappy power is heart? Yes. <laughs> well, the
2: the thing that disappointed me the most with that issue was that they killed Black Adam. Like oh, Jeff Johns did that them. to his
1: own favorite character. What You'll hell? never kill Black Adam.
2: Seriously. He'll be
0: back. Come on, man. Like what, 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 You know as well as anybody that <laughs> uh, that characters in comics, specifically villains, never stay dead. Well,
2: I yeah. know that, but uh, I was just thought it was strange for it to be, you know, Jeff Johns' once favorite character and mm-hmm. for Jeff Johns to just, you know, utterly do away with him for a little while in this uh, thing when he could have transitioned him over. Into, I mean, maybe he'll show up in Forever Evil or you know, I
1: thought I saw him on the cover. I thought I saw a blurb that he was coming back in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was strange. Three seconds dead. All right. (laughs) Uh, So I don't forget to do it later. Uh, We're sponsored by uh, DCBS disc on comic book service. Check us out at DCBService.com. The month of August has just begun when this episode is released. So we do not have any information on uh, the new uh, discounts, but you can always find a bunch of 40% and 50% off books at DCBS. So just find something you like and go ahead and buy it and use the promo code CT8 to get an additional 8% off on your first order with Discount Comic Book Service. We thank them for their sponsorship here on Comic Timing. And uh, they also did a very good job of letting me save money by not buying all of the Forever Evil books and buying Hawkeye Volume Two instead. I'm sure I will enjoy that a lot more than Forever Evil. Let's move on to. I
1: maintain that without DCBS, I would not be collecting comics right now. So, I uh,
0: agree with that entirely. I,
1: I second your uh, their endorsement of you and your endorsement of them.
0: Indeed. Wish Indeed. there was a digital discount. Well, there there is. Wait. <laughs> that's that's a digital discount dude i don't yeah. want to that's the problem uh, or you could just follow my digital discount wait till brent buys it um so
1: yeah, well, it doesn't work for me and that, no that's like the five finger digit digital discount yeah. exactly
0: oh my god i need to create that five finger digital discount dot com um <laughs> so let's let, let's talk some some comic con uh we'll start it off uh with a, a general conversation uh about well first off yeah we'll, we'll start with al because he was the one who was actually there um how did this year go for you uh more positives and negatives i assume and uh any changes that you noticed from uh, from year to year at this year's comic-con well,
1: the, this was an interesting year because i hadn't gone in five years mm-hmm. um about five years back the was the last time we went and i was working it i was working for ign at the time mm-hmm. and i really maxed out I, I got to interview a lot of uh manga creators and you know it it's, it's was the madhouse that it is now you know it was just like that 5 years ago but right. after that the wife and i were kind of like you know what we need to focus on going to some smaller cons and and stuff like that i was just getting into the area where i was starting to work conventions and being on the other side of the table mm-hmm. um but after 5 years of that it occurred to me hey i could get you know a professional badge out of san diego based on what i've done probably so i sent in some of my work sure enough yeah you've done enough to be a professional. So nice. I got my professional cred. So if they were going to let me come in for free, how can I say no? What, what so, that, That's
0: always the best way to get into anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Free works. Even even if that's all you got was to get in for free, because we, we were all excited. We were like, wow, we're professionals. What does that mean? What does that get us? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. It just <laughs> means that you didn't have to pay to get in. Yep. And you get to stand in a different line from everybody else to get your tickets, which is kind of nice. I'll yeah. give them that. Mm-hmm. Um. But we got that, got the hotel, got all that stuff. Um, This time we weren't fortunate enough to stay right in the heart of downtown. We stayed out in Hotel Circle. But you you ask, what is San Diego doing right? What is the convention doing right? San Diego has got the best mass transit system on the planet, Mm. period, without question. They had a shuttle bus service that was bar none the uh, most accurate, most on time, most get you there without any trouble 24 7 now if i remember we could have asked for it 24 seven you could uh party till three in the morning and there will still be a bus there to to drag your drunk butt home (laughs) and drop you off um but yeah i mean i i can't say enough about that as far as doing it right but really that's that's not what you want to hear you want to hear about what actually happened at the con um the lines are still horrible the lines are still just absolutely a nightmare yeah and we'll start off with a negative just so we can focus more on the positives okay uh We get our badges. We're waiting to get in that first preview night. Who on San Diego's brilliant staff decided it would be fun to march everybody up the escalators all the way across the sales pavilion through this intricate back and forth uh, thing like that scene in Shrek, you know, (laughs) where you're waiting to get in line for the ride. Everybody had to march through that. We had to walk, I'm not joking, all the way around the convention center to get back in, just to get in the exhibitor hall. By the time we actually got in for preview night, I'm a big man. My dogs were done. You know, I was tired of walking by then and everybody else was kind of in the same in the same mood. So we all went into preview night grouchy and hateful, which is exactly what you want your first night. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But, uh, you know, then you go in and there's that first burst of, oh, my God, we're here. And, you know, everything else gets forgotten. So, well, it's funny because
0: from what I remember, the last time I was there, which was 09, um, that whole marching up the stairs thing definitely didn't happen to grab your uh, your badges. I remember th- they had things set up on preview night downstairs. And it was it, just, it, you would grab your badge, you'd continue walking, and you were in the hall. And that, and that was the end no, of that. You,
1: you got your badge downstairs, but then you were immediately herded Ooh. up into lines upstairs Ouch. to uh, get in. And it's like, uh, and there were some people that, you know, were rebels and like, no, we will not go in, you know. Yeah. Into this line, we're just going to wait here until they opened up, and I, I think, and somebody who actually did it can probably correct me on this, mm. I think they just made them all sit until the last of us were through, <laughs> which was kind of like, hey, nice, and you know, you can flip them the bird as you go in, but <laughs> I don't blame them. I would rather have just waited and gone in later it than, sounds than like, gone It sounds go. like
0: they were a lot better off in the end.
1: Yeah, because it's a two-mile hike, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, by the time you get done, and you know, it just... It it wasn't so much the walk; it was just everybody was getting angry because it's like, why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this? You know, each time you go through the line. Well, but,
0: I, uh, I, th- I think I think that uh, that Brent, Brent uh, even though he's he's never done it is glad that he he didn't wind up flying in directly after Comic Con like a, like a few years ago this time. Yeah, around. well,
2: but,
1: yeah,
0: I got
2: to see pants that way. Let's only see other. I
1: did see see pants. I saw him exactly once. We're going down the elevator. He's going up the escalator, (laughs) and I yelled at him from one escalator to the other, and I was like, "Hey, Brian! Brian! (laughs) Brian!" Stop ignoring me! And finally, he looks over. Oh! And I don't think he knew who it was. He he really realized who it was. So he's just like, "Why is this? Why is this guy yelling at me?" And why does his wife have this crazy hat on?
0: Chris ran into Pants. Uh, she was sitting down after walking the hall on Thursday, and uh, Pants wound up, uh, just out of pure coincidence, was sitting, like, three people over from him on the same spot of the floor. And, again, even though Pants has met Chris before, she was she still had to be like, Hey, Pants, Pants! Pants! <laughs> yep because yep, once he's in yep. his trance his comic Con trance there's no, there's no way getting him out of it. well
1: you do once you get once you get in that hall you're done you're, oh my you're, god your sensory overload is just the the thing i'll give them credit for is you know after the big you know hike and you know i got to lose about 300 calories walking through the whole thing <laughs> they do when you come in they put you right in at artist alley which is where you need to be when you go to comic-con
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know, we could we can discuss the lack of comics at Comic Con at some point,
0: but yeah.
1: They put you right in at Artist Alley and it's really good and bad at the same time because Artist Alley had just about everybody I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I mean Wendy and Richard Peeney were right there from Elfquest. Uh they had uh, Chris Batista, who was a Legion super, Legion of Superheroes artist. Uh, I know the name was over yep. in one area, so I was able to go talk with him for a while and you know, I've I've talked about it on some of the forums about how I've really only started getting into the Legion these past few years and all these longtime Legionnaires are like taking me under their wing. Like it's, Oh my God, it's so cute. Okay. Here's where you read first. And then you do this. So (laughs) I mentioned that to Chris Batista and he's like, okay, here's where you start. Here's your required reading list. Come back to me when you've covered this, that, and the other. And he was doing free sketches, which is always a draw. Nice. I was like, uh, you're not doing, this for free, and oh yeah, I don't care. I just do a quick pencil sketch, and I'm like, eh. I'll be back. But uh, I ended up buying a. Uh, he did. He did work on the uh, Superman Batman annual. Um, so he had pages from that and he had one for, I think it was like 60 bucks. And I was like, you know, I'm going to take this cause I don't like people working for free in artist alley. Wasn't
0: he the one who, uh, who drew Robin directly after Freddie Williams or, he I mean, did when Dixon came back for a little while. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. He
1: had some Batman pages. So that may have been what that was from. I just remember the Superman Batman annual that he did was the uh, composite Superman.
0: Hmm. Gotcha. If you
1: remember that one at all, that was the one that he worked on and, okay. uh, it's so hard to get a decent Superman-Batman page of anything with Superman or Batman in it. If it isn't extortionately priced, then it's not available.
0: Especially you know? especially now that they can put uh, parentheses pre-New 52 on it to yeah. make, it, to make yeah. the price and go even classic. further. Yeah.
1: Classic stuff. <laughs>
0: the shit you actually gave a crap about.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but, um, I was able to see him. Uh, I, I ran into a good friend, Tess Fowler, who is an independent artist. And, um, anytime I can see her at a convention, I, I always try and seek her out because if she's at your convention, guys, Tess Fowler, go and see her. She is an amazing artist. Um, hmm. uh, and, and just a whole assortment of art So I tried to spend as much time as I could in Artist Alley, but that doesn't last very long because you see all the big stuff in the center of the hall and you're, you're bound to determine that you got to go check it out. Well, so.
0: well, some, something that, uh, that I noticed, uh, back when, and back when I went and, uh, and, Brent, something that I remember us talking about the last time that we talked about Diego Comic-Con uh, is that, you know, pe- people, people wind up screaming about how, like, oh, the comics aren't in Comic-Con anymore. Comics aren't in Comic-Con anymore. Like, you know, there's still plenty of comic shit to do if you really want to do it. And there's still plenty of stuff to buy if you really want to buy it. But... There's also film and movies and TV and all this other shit. So well, I get-
2: all the it seems like the past couple of years all the films and TV and movie are now comics. Yeah, Arrow TV yeah. show, Walking Dead, mm-hmm. uh, Agents of Shield, Marvel movies, the big DC announcements, or all the other genre films are you know if they're not comic book related they're book related. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think the comics culture. Kind of uh, has permeated instead of uh, just getting the uh, transformers or whatever. Now it's kind of like the genre, the culture con, and that's that's. I mean, that's fine with me. I st- I still would like to go someday. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, right now it's it's the golden years for for comic fans because I think I think the beef people have is you know there's no comics at the comic con, which is bullshit. There's plenty <laughs> of comics to be found. Unfortunately, it's not. It's not like the old days and it's never going to be like the old days again where right. it was 100 percent comics and Stan Lee was there and all the old guard were there. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone. I mean, it was an ex- absolute crime that I walked by Steve Lealoa's table and nobody was there.
0: Oh, yeah. It, well, I mean, yeah. I, I, re- I, remember, I remember when I was there, uh, uh, Warren Ellis was just sitting there like a sad panda. Like yeah, he, no one was going up to him. And the, eventually, we were just like, "Are you having a sh-? as as because you know at that point we were all tired and exhausted or, or whatever." And we just, I remember Chris went up to him and said, "Are you having as shitty a day as I am?" And he's like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, yeah. L- yeah, let me sign your book." Now <laughs> he can be like, "I wrote extremists." <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting residuals from Red. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yes. I let them make but, a shitty sequel,
1: but that was just it I think if i if i if I would do anything different, it's you know uh, pretty much everything that we wanted to do was was comic based as as far as you know what we were going there to look to buy, who we were going there to see, you know we didn't care much about going to see any Hollywood big names or anything like that, but uh you know, Scott Shaw, who used to do Captain Carrot, had a table there, and I was like, oh, I gotta find him <laughs> um you know, and my big Holy Grail thing was Michael Golden, the Micronauts guy, Yeah, was there. And I made a pact to myself because like three or four Phoenix Comic-Cons back. I'm located in Phoenix, for those of your audience who don't know. And Phoenix has a hell of a nice Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard but things, we, yeah. we had Michael Golden there, and I talked with him. And at the time, I had no fundage to my name, and I had to keep getting back to my table. But, you know, he told me his rates. His rates are pretty high for sketches now, but... I made it a promise to myself, if I ever see Michael Olden back at the Phoenix Comic-Con again, whatever it costs, I'm getting a sketch from him. Because that's like George Perez. It'd be a holy grail for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the reasons that I love to read comics. And uh, sure enough, he never came back to uh, Phoenix. So <laughs> I'm walking through San Diego and I see his table and he's just getting set up. And I'm like, you don't have anybody on your list yet, do you? And he's like, no, good. I want Marionette with a glider pack and she's shooting a laser. And he's like... <laughs> You've thought about this, haven't you? And I told him the whole thing. It's like, I've been waiting three years for this, ever since you didn't come back to Phoenix, <laughs> come on.
0: So it's your fault I've had time to think about this. Well, to,
1: let's put it this way. He did such a good job on it. I'm paying to get it framed, like, professionally done. Oh, nice. Done,
0: so. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Cool. That, that's my new in-case-of-fire, grab that. You know, <laughs> uh, my wife come, can come first and, and maybe the pets, but, you know, then i got to go find where I hung that in get it out of the house <laughs> but that that was my big holy grail moment and you know all that on preview night so it's only like preview night's only a good three hours four hours and yeah. most of the time it's running here there and everywhere trying to figure out what you want to do for the next four days but uh well
0: we're, we're getting we're getting dangerously close to preview night just being another day like from yeah. from uh, yeah. from from the way that i've that i've heard about it and from I mean, again, from my previous experiences and from what it feels like they're doing, like, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if, say, preview night, just, you know, they get rid of the preview entirely and just say day one uh, within the next, you know, three or four uh years. And it just becomes a full day that begins at, you know, 11 in the morning and just let people go nuts. But
1: uh, it's it's entirely possible that it'll go that route. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, nobody's going to turn away more money. I mean, oh, exactly. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can, uh, and we're all there, and we're all ready to spend and have fun, so I can't imagine, you know, them not doing that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, what surprised me, I think, as far as crowds and everything like that, as far as adding more time to it, we did not go on Sunday. Sunday was the day we had to come back, and that's when all the real deals are, if you're right. there to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've made a promise, if I ever go back, that we will stay till Sunday this next time. But, um Weirdly enough, uh, Friday was actually the worst day for crowds. Really? I figured Saturday was going to be a madhouse because it almost always is. Mm -hmm. We had, like, no problem on Saturday. Huh. Really, just none. I mean, there was the occasional bottleneck. You know, there always is in the middle of the the center. In the middle of the exhibitor hall, there's, there's all the big stuff, Marvel, DC, Image, all the big comic groups are there. All the big movie places are there. Everything's like right in that center hub. Mm-hmm. And usually there's a bottleneck that you cannot get through. One of the alleys is just too narrow, or whatever. We really didn't experience that on Saturday. Now Friday was nuts. Friday we just said screw it and left. We we, we went till like uh, I think maybe noon. And and my wife Michelle looked at me. I was like, I'm hungry and I'm sick of being in this crowd. And I'm like, yeah, let's get out of here. So we left and. <laughs> <laughs> went to Seaport Village and put our feet up for a while, and then we came back in the afternoon and went
0: went back in. I, I wonder if one of the reasons that uh, Saturday was a little better is because everybody was online for Hall H on Saturday.
1: That would not surprise me. They very wisely, I don't know if they've been doing this in the past because they didn't five years ago, but they've set up this whole area outside the convention center. That This is where you go to line up for Hall H. Yep. And it's all outside, and it's all in this one area, and it was great because you didn't have this big snake going all around the convention center that you had to excuse me pardon me let me get my way through here and well any of that stuff the fact
0: that chris passed a sign on saturday morning at about 10 a.m that said line starts here for sunday at one thirty. yeah <laughs> like they're getting to the point where and there were people camped out yeah oh i know absolutely. i know i mean not like twilight bad but still like people camped out and something that has been brought up multiple times that i actually would be perfectly okay with and that i'm sure a lot of other people would be as well is that it's time to move hall h over to petco
1: maybe maybe i heard uh, that
0: idea as well yeah
1: well Online they, they have talked about that it, it wouldn't be a bad idea in fact uh, that was something that uh I, you were asking what things were different from the last time we mm-hmm. were there well one thing that we really noticed, and and we usually did this anyway, but you know, if you go to San Diego if you've never been, um, and you spend the entire time there in the exhibitor hall, you blew it. Yeah. You didn't really enjoy San Diego's Comic Con. Yeah. There is so much to do outside that convention center. Not not just going to panels. Going to panels is fun too. Mm-hmm. But this year we noticed so much going on around. The uh, the convention center like Petco had a whole nerd preserve thing going on that I guess was run by the Nerdist podcast and yep. they had the podcast Glove and Boots which is my wife's favorite podcast not no offense to you guys but it really is None taken. um they, they have puppets and you, <laughs> you guys don't have puppets so how do you do um, puppets
2: let, on an audio podcast
1: No no it's a video podcast exactly that, That's a story I'm gonna let her tell because I mean I
2: was gonna I was gonna figure that out but you know, okay <laughs> it makes sense now
1: Yeah. Now the puppet they, is talking. They, they we have our live, 150th episode right
2: there. there. Uh, so we had a
1: chance to go there. Yeah, you should, you should do your 150th video style and have puppets. That would. <laughs> ah, puppet audio. <laughs> puppet,
2: puppet audio. Puppet audio.
1: But uh, they were there, so she was like, "We have to go." And uh, here, here's here's the conflict we had. We could go see those two guys. We could see two guys working puppets, or we could go to see Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: Ooh. And we were
1: we were agonizing. It was like. Oh, God, I want to go to both of these, but it's got to be one or the other. And we opted for puppets instead of learning science and astronomy, so...
0: Go figure. Well, uh, you you make you make a good point with that. Uh, a lot of this stuff is happening outside of the con because, uh, yet again, I saw Sci-Fi had a uh, had uh, the uh, restaurant and the Hard Rock transformed into their own little thing. Like when I yep. was there, it was Cafe Diem from uh, from Eureka, but this time it was just like the Defiance Cafe or something like that.
1: Defiance Cafe, yeah, and yeah. Uh, they had a whole thing for Ender's Game, uh, mm-hmm. like a huge tent thing where you could go through and. See the sets and everything like that.
0: Yep. And, and they, they had the pi- they had the pirate ship uh it docked at port for uh for Assassin's Creed.
1: Assassin's Creed, yep, and uh McFarlane was on the ship at some point apparently. Oh really? Todd Todd McFarlane, because I guess he had a hand in the artwork for uh. They did note. like
2: one the reveal poster. Yeah. It, yeah. it got leaked, and I think it's like a pre order bonus or
0: something. I'm sure he yes, was running yeah. around saying, I am the one running this ship. Nothing of this, none of this would exist without me. None of it.
1: None of it! Yes, I can I can see that. No, uh, we just happened to pass it. That was uh, our moment of insanity on Friday when we left. We went out to Seaport Village, which is a nice place, just a hop, skip, and a jump from the convention center. And then we decided in our insanity, hey, we haven't walked enough. Let's walk all the way back to the convention center around the backside. Nice. So, you know, I, I got my workout. I I can't complain. Yeah. But they, they... There was all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, just walking along the back way there, there was all kinds of great things going on that were convention related, like uh oh, they had a giant Lego village. Mm-hmm. Like life size Legos <laughs> in an area. So we were we were enjoying the hell out of that. And uh like they had the Teen Titans like gigantic balloons. I took some pictures of those, uh just being a fan of the Teen Titans all these years. Um, they had just all kinds of stuff going on around the convention center. So if you're planning to go, the only thing I can implore you is, don't spend every waking minute in the exhibitor hall. It's crowded. It's smelly. There's cool stuff going on outside. Most of it's free. So
0: yeah, Chris. Chris got me a uh, a a shirt at the Game of Thrones exhibit that they uh, that they had uh, with uh, House Levenstein printed on it.
2: Nice. That's cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like game of
1: thrones it, had a huge presence there so uh that was that was good to see too because i'm loving that series
0: she also got to sit on the throne nice yeah yep. although it was not the book accurate throne because if it was then she probably would have gotten a couple needles in her ass but you know yes yeah. yes, yes we all they, saw they that they did a thing
1: about the they did a thing about the book accurate throne, yeah and it was not at all what you see in that show
2: that's like, like the a show version better honestly
0: that. well the show version is uh, let's see let's say more practical
2: <laughs> yes
0: well visually
2: i like the the show one as compared to the concept art and stuff that they were floating around the internet weeks ago
0: yeah yeah no, definitely myself well again it looks like something you would actually sit on as opposed to something that you would sort of hover over which is yeah, right. I like i don't know why anyone would want to sit on that ever because in the Game of Thrones, the throne you win or you, win
1: or you die, and
0: yeah, in the Game yeah. of Thrones, the throne wins because it pierces you, and and then you're on the throne for the rest of your life because there's no moving. Because it's, you're, it's, you're stuck. You're, yeah, you're yeah. stuck. Exactly. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about news. I mean, now this might be one of the reasons why people say that that, that there is no presence anymore uh, for comics because there really wasn't a lot of comic book news in particular coming out of the con, but. Then again, I think publishers have realized that uh, you know, in all the hype of TV and movies and all that, that they're, it's actually kind of better to put your press release out, say, a, a week beforehand, and then just talk about it at the con as opposed to breaking news specifically at the convention.
1: Well, b- between podcasts and the Internet in general, anything that gets said at the con is on the net in the next five minutes, right. There really is no, hey, this is going to be exciting. I am amazed. You know, the biggest news, of course, was, you know, a certain cape Crusader is going to be showing up in the next Superman movie. It was amazing to me they kept that a secret. Oh, my God. Aquaman's going to be there? Yes, Aquaman will be in the next (laughs) Superman movie. You've heard it here first. (laughs) Um, No, just the way they did it. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the video of how they did it. I did, yeah. Yeah, amazing. And you could just... (laughs) It made everybody moist. I don't care who you were watching that. I mean, it was just, all you had to see was that Superman logo and then the Bat logo coming up behind it and, you know, just.
0: Hey, I'll admit, I'll admit my initial response, you know, was like, holy fuck. And, you know, then I let everything set in about seeing Man of Steel. But, but, you know, (laughs) it's like, wow, that's so awesome. Oh, what if they fuck it up?
1: (laughs) No, Superman will just break his neck. Come on. Sure. (laughs) Oh,
0: again. I'm. Hey, hey, I'm not. I'm. We're not going to go into it, Brent. Don't worry about it. I just. I just no, got to no, reiterate. No, no, no. I mean,
2: that's what Man of Steel would say. Yeah. <laughs> if that, like, oh,
1: again. Well, it I've
2: been
0: out.
1: practicing. Yeah.
0: Come on.
1: If they're smart, the way I see this playing out is this is how Kryptonite gets introduced into the uh, Man of Steel world. Yep. They didn't didn't bring it into the first one, so if anybody's going to find out about Kryptonite, it's got to be Batman.
0: Well, pretty much my plan for Man of Steel two can still work for this one. Uh, You know, introducing uh, Lex Luthor and and having him be, you know, say like renovating. uh, metropolis i could actually see competing bids between lex and bruce and and lex perhaps trying to destroy superman and uh and bruce coming in but i still want my first scene to happen like the one that i posted on, on on facebook about uh you know clark is just sitting there at a cafe in metropolis with all this construction happening on in the uh, happening in the background and uh bruce just puts a bill down on the table and slides it over to him and says Cal, you're never going to be able to afford this on a on a reporter's salary.
2: How much was it? Well, it's like 77 billion someone calculated S- something, something like, like that.
0: Like 33 billion dollars. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's like three Iron Man suits.
1: <laughs> That's true. You know, they should just cross promote it and have uh have Tony Stark just come in, you know, in a cameo. <laughs> I got this.
0: I got this. It's okay, man. Stark pick up the chick. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, the big news that was not movie-related, I'd say, uh, mostly came out of Marvel. I mean, there was some DC stuff that hit. Uh, I know that uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor are going to be doing a, a Harley Quinn book, which mm-hmm. is which is pretty cool. Um, Amanda Connor is not drawing it though, but uh, I know that uh, what was it? Uh, I think something like eighteen artists are going to draw the first issue, and then Harley's going to choose which uh, which person continues. Great. <laughs> Yeah, That could be interesting. Well, well, Brent, I mean, think about it. It's like intentionally that issue of X-Men from years ago that had like 12 artists on it. Only now it's it's actually well, happening on purpose.
2: I mean, gee, let's put Amanda Conner on covers and people will come to buy her art, but she can't do anything on time, so we'll give it to some other artist. Or
1: 18, how's that? Oh, well, I mean, Amanda is great, but she is going to become like J. Scott Campbell. She's going to oh, yeah. be a cover artist and that's it.
2: Yep. Same. Yeah, what same happened thing? to J. Scott Campbell's jeff Loeb spider-man book
0: yeah thanks uh, for, for reminding me of something that was I mean, announced like two for Comic-Cons crying out ago.
2: loud the guy that did
0: secret war is doing a ogn
2: and he paints the shit faster than j scott campbell's <laughs> can draw whatever that was for crying out loud i was amazed i was like wait this guy's doing what and it's
0: coming out when yeah huh? i have four words for you spider-man has a sister what <laughs> adam hughes wonder woman
1: yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah. I want it to so bad, but it'll never happen.
0: <laughs> well, I think he even officially said at this point, like, uh, he had a contract for exactly one book out of uh, DC and before, you know, uh, before Watchmen became that book instead of yeah. All-Star Wonder Woman. So we're never seeing All-Star Wonder Woman. It's not happening. Yeah. but, but, uh, I, just but
1: want, I just want Miller and Lee to finish All-Star
0: Batman and Robin. I'm with you. I'm with you. i want to finish what you started guys come on yeah i mean you got to be dense or retarded not to finish that um
1: what's the goddamn batman <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know brent i'll turn to you for this question like what other what what am i missing what other news came out of uh comic-con that was dc related
2: the uh, honestly man everything i saw was movie and tv related and i went to a bunch of different sites mm-hmm. i went to uh, you know, Comic Vine. that
0: was on NewsRama, Comic book Resources, mm. Bleeding Cool. Major Spoilers uh, is another good one, by the way. Put that in your rotation. Majorspoilers.com dot Major Spoilers. Yeah.
2: But uh, you know,
0: most of the stuff I
2: saw was like uh, movie and TV stuff. Yeah. I I can't. I, I mean, I I read recaps of uh, their Pals panels and, and stuff, stuff like yeah. that, but nothing really stuck out. I mean, for crying out loud, Marvel still hasn't announced anything with Miracle Man yet. You yeah. know, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: DC and Marvel were playing the comic news fairly close to the vest. There really wasn't that much yeah. exciting well, stuff. Image to
2: be had said. their thing 2 weeks prior. Yeah. So at, really at, wasn't at much Expo, yeah. to announce.
0: Yeah. I guess. Well, and the other thing uh, even news that uh you know like four or five different sites were reporting was going to break this this convention didn't happen. Like we did not get Marvel Marvel Now Phase 2 which uh right. You know people were or saying, an X-force movie or an X-force movie, which or, I'd be okay with if we never got that. Uh, well, I think it's it's still happening. It just didn't get uh, announced here because it's still in the planning stages. Um, I just want them to have a a joke where they have like this ridiculously large belt <laughs> and shoulder pads.
2: be like, this is our first crack at the uniform, but obviously it doesn't work. or uh, somebody putting on boots and then being really small <laughs> too small for them be like, dude.
1: How tiny are your feet? How tiny are your feet? Or just have every single person's hand be off screen.
2: Or every <laughs> single gun look the same. Or yeah. not have any details
0: and just be a cylinder on top of a thing with a trigger. And if cable and isn't going to be in the movie, there has to be at least one joke about cable or satellite.
1: <laughs> the Rob Liefeld sketch, people. Thank you. There we go.
0: <laughs> bum <Ba-dum-bum. sighs> Wow, how big are your man breasts? Uh... <laughs>
1: Well, th- this is really sad. I was doing an in-store signing here in Phoenix a while back, and mm-hmm. every now and then you get the uh, young uh, the young budding artist who uh, you know, will come up with some pages, and they'll be like, hey, can you look at these and give me some ideas on what I'm doing wrong? And I, I, I hate that with a passion, because I never know what to say, and mm-hmm. I always feel like, why don't you talk to these guys on the other side of me who I feel are better artists? But <laughs> I guess I have that face that kids feel they can come and ask me, so... Yeah, he had some good stuff. I told him you should really focus on your anatomy. That's key to any artist, you mm-hmm. know, is the ability to, to understand anatomy. And I showed him some books and see how this artist did this. And then I picked up a Liefeld book and said, don't ever do this. If you ever <laughs> do this, I swear by the living Christ who made green apples, I will find you and I
0: will kill you. <laughs> do and not- I don't
1: think he had a clue who Rob Liefeld was. So there's hope for the generation. But
0: That's good. Yeah. It was. I mean, why felt why felt destroyed not only not only himself but but other artists who were forced to ape his style. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I was like, well, just look. And I told him, I said, my kryptonite is hands. I hate drawing them, but you know, I I work on hands because you have to. Yeah. Rob never had that problem because look at this panel, hands <laughs> off the panel. Look at this panel, hands <laughs> off the panel. Look at this, pan- <laughs> look. There's no feet either. There's no feet. If he could get him off the panel, he got him off the panel. Absolutely. That's cheating. <laughs>
0: And, and you know, we're we're talking about the nineties here. Let's deviate for like eight seconds. Three D covers, really. Yeah, I know. Like hey, they made it real easy not to buy anything
2: like we said on Facebook today.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm only getting I'm only gonna get Forever Evil number one and that's it. I I'm, Swear only, to God. I'm only picking up the Scott Snyder Riddler issue.
0: See that one? I will wait two months for. I guess. Well, but that's that's the thing, dude. Like, I'm so far behind on my Batman. I'm not gonna get that for about four. Uh, get to that for about four months. But I've been catching up on shit lately. I've caught up on Unwritten entirely. I caught up on Fables entirely. I'm catching up on X Factor, so I can read that until until the end. I'm gonna get. Uh, th- I'm gonna go through all my comics. I'm gonna find all the Batman issues and I'm gonna start reading it from uh, from the beginning of that damn Joker saga and work my way up and 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 start reading shit. But. It's just – man, like the only the only DC books I'm going to be reading in about three months are going to be Vertigo titles. I'm
1: just – I've never seen anything plummet the way the new 52 has. Um, the yeah. only book that I'm still reading in single-issue format is Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and that's surprising because if you've been following me on Facebook, <laughs> Wonder Woman stole a fucking page from Thugs. <laughs> Thugs is my independent comic that oh, I do with dear. a guy named Stephen Reed, and if you look – they swiped us big time oh, and I'm, I'm coming out and calling them out right now brian azarello <laughs> is too talented a writer to need to steal from me mm. you know but steve showed me this and i was like that's no that's not swiping and the more i looked at it the more you know you you see the cartoons where the red lenses start to come up and i'm yeah. like yeah they swiped us oh my god you know you're just like why? Like, you don't, you're DC comics. Well, it's
0: are like stealing
1: comedy lines from like an up and coming guy. You know, no, <laughs>
0: like did they, did they swipe the, like the layout of the page or, or, or just the, uh, or the actual the pa- jokes. The panels are almost the exact
1: same size. Mm-hmm. The graphics are eerily similar. You know, it's basically in ours. We've got our character turbine smack and ultra maiden. Who's our XP of wonder woman. Mm -hmm. on the butt like saying hey baby you know let's get at it you know and then in the dc comic orion is slapping wonder woman on the butt nearly identical pose and then in the panel underneath it you know ultra maiden is grabbing turbine in ours and basically threatening to cut it off Mm -hmm. and then the next thing wonder woman has a very similar thing where she's right in his face threatening to cut it off oh boy (laughs) and i'm just like there's a part of you that is like wow we got swiped by the big boys, and you're kind of like badge of honor. <laughs> but then there's that part hey, of you that's somebody's like—
2: somebody's reading it, right?
1: Yeah, but then there's a part of you that's like, I paid money for this. <laughs> you know? These guys make money doing this. I don't. Why are they stealing from us? They don't need to. They're well, better than this. Cliff Chang is a better artist than that.
0: Well, look, on the, on, on the bright boy. side, dude, at least it wasn't Greg Land.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, because then it would be swiped 50 million times after that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it that would show up. Some- and, then, and then I'd be in an institution in a straight jacket, just like, fuck.
0: It's funny. I just I just watched the uh, the season seven premiere of Deep Space Nine, like right before we started recording. So now I have an image of uh, of Cisco in an insane asylum writing out the story of Deep Space Nine. So now I have a, now I have an image of you doing the same thing. Great.
1: Oh, my God. Well, you know, the thing is, there's really nothing we can do other than to just put the info out there and, and let people make their own mind up about it. Exactly. You know, because it's like it's it's such a common enough joke that really you could make the case. Well, we came up with that on our own and you're stupid. But it's like. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so similar that you're just like, well, I, I want to believe that they they don't need to swipe off us. Right. I really believe they don't, but
0: God, it's so similar. Well, I mean the <laughs> the saying the, the saying is it, right. absolutely nothing is original. So who who fricking knows, man? But yeah, uh,
1: I'm sure if you n- dig deep enough, Steve and I probably copied that idea off something. So.
0: Yeah. The, the, well, now I just need to see the page at some point, because <laughs> now I really nope. just want to see Here, it.
1: Here's my cheap cl- plug. The image is up on uh-huh. the front page of StudioFugazi.com. All right. S-T-U-D-I-O-F-U-G-A-Z-I. You'll have to scroll past my wife, and this is the Sharknado, but uh, it's right underneath that.
0: All right, awesome. I'll, I'll take a look at that once the episode's over and uh and compare. You can make address. up your own
1: mind on it, but yeah, it's, it's hilarious. And like I said, we're treating it as badge of honor. Hey, the big boy's... Swiped from us, but (laughs) also, we can't afford good lawyers, so really, there's no point.
0: Yeah, so that was (laughs) that was really the only news that came out of DC. Marvel had a couple of things, but nothing like huge. I mean, amazing X Men. I'm actually looking forward to uh, that new Jason Aaron book with uh, with Ed McGuinness taking the place of Astonishing mm-hmm. X-Men
1: um, and
0: the return of Nightcrawler, which is something that that I'm thrilled
1: yawn. about. What? Oh, I like Nightcrawler. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out for the return of Nightcrawler. But...
0: Yeah. Well, well, you're, you're yawning, dude. You don't read Wolverine and the X-Men to begin with. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, Just... you should. <laughs> I, 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 I know you've been picking up trade paperback editions on Comixology. I think, I think uh, Wolverine and the X-Men would actually be right up your alley. Except they don't uh, do that digitally. They don't do Wolverine and the X Men uh, trades oh, oh, oh. Uh, digitally. I get you. I get you. Exactly. I don't know if they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. They you
1: do. should be able to go on Marvel Unlimited. It's the only thing worth using for the MDCU or whatever it is. It's now an app form. So yeah. I still subscribe to it. It's it's not it's not smooth, but by God, it's their library for free or. For sixty bucks a year, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take that action. I can read. I can read that many comics in a year.
0: Who here was clamoring for Origins two? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, it's written by written by Kieran Gillan. I love his Young Avengers right, right now, and his X Men work was pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't like his Iron Man. <laughs> and I'm hoping that uh, that this is more like uh, X Men than than Iron Man, uh, written by. Well, they,
2: uh, they, with, they just put out a Wolverine season one. So they did. Yeah. What, what do you need to do? Wolverine as a caveman forwards, (laughs) the first five pages of that book, but you know, our season ones aren't
0: actually in continuity, right? Uh, not necessarily, but God damn it. It's it's unnecessarily period. I know. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, it's a way to, 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 you know, jump in on the whole, the Wolverine action and, and have another Wolverine book out there, I guess. Just in time for the DVD. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: well, I, I went to see the movie. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. li- I like the Wolverine. I thought it was good.
0: Good, good. I might be, they I do, might be seeing it this weekend.
1: Well, they they do the Japanese storyline, which I've always thought was one of the better Wolverine
0: stories. Mm-hmm. Yep. Claremont yeah, Querma- uh, and and Miller, correct?
1: Yes. Yep. Yes, I believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was always a really good storyline for him.
0: So we can stop pussyfooting around the uh, the comics shit and actually talk about what we're here to talk about. You know the mo- the movies and TV and yada yada yada. Um, I'll start it off with uh, with Arrow. Uh, there was news that broke after Comic Con that I'm going to include in this. Um, but uh, Arrow Why season not? two, they uh, they they premiered uh, the trailer for that, uh, and it looks like we're getting uh, Black Canary. And it yay, looks- yay, uh, we're getting Suicide Squad. And apparently, we're getting the Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thoughts? the idea being
1: that the uh, the Flash will have a guest appearance or so in there, and then hopefully get his
0: own show again. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about introducing actual superpowers into the Arrow universe?
2: Uh, it'll be it'll be different. It'll be interesting. I, I think the major thing for this is that either we're going to see. Warner Brothers get its shit together with their uh, you know, live action universe as you would put it yeah. I mean Marvel is already inputting in place with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show that yes television and movies do exist in the same universe and Maria Hills made an appearance in the pilot apparently which I'm always glad I love Colby Smulders uh, but I think I guess it'll be indicative of who they cast as the Flash as to whether or not that guy is going to be in the Justice League film or not Right. Well, and I think if it's a complete unknown as the Flash, then you can very well guarantee that he's a he's a cheap actor, and they can sign him to a six year deal and not have to pay him out the yin yang. But if it's a more known guy, then I would go with the thing that okay, well, maybe just maybe he'll be the Flash in the Justice League movie in a couple years. Well, that's that's the way I'm viewing it because. You know, if they go with a more unknown guy and they do end up making a Justice League movie, then you can pretty much guarantee that it's gonna be two separate universes. Right. Well but what I what let me (laughs) yeah was talking to Jim about this the other day and explaining to him how You know, when we had Smallville on the air for 10 years, we couldn't ever get an appearance of young Bruce Wayne because they had the Batman uh, Dark Knight trilogy movies going on. And they barely wanted to, you know, put in Wonder Woman because they thought they were going to launch a movie with her. And so we got these shitty versions of these other characters, you know. Uh, So uh, I don't know. So I have hope that they're doing something similar and that, you know, Snyder and Golan or Golan Noyer <laughs> Nolan and Goyer, <laughs> Golan I like that nickname go- Golan let's uh, go with that yeah you know are, are the brain trust or something and uh you know this me- news of them meeting with uh Frank Miller or you know whatever I'm not you know Jamal Eichel's freaking out on Facebook like it's the end of the world. Uh, no offense, Jamal, but I'm just like it's a meeting for crying out loud. Yeah, I, I mean, they read his his book from the Comic Con. Maybe they just want to say, hey, thanks for writing this book, It was right. really inspiring us. It's uh, like, hey, hey, remember when you wrote Sin City? That right, awesome. remember 300? But I mean, him and Zach are buddies. They did 300 together, you know? Sure. Yeah. Or at least he had some involvement on that. So uh, I would well, think very little of that meeting. But, well, but so yeah. I I just think whoever they cast as uh as the flash is going to be very indicative of uh the
0: you know the continuity of the, the live action DC universe but from from the way they made it sound in 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 interviews uh when when asked about like how this would be able to coexist they made it very clear when they said, "Well, well, you know, I think that our version uh, can stand on its own uh, with the uh, the movie version. I don't think yeah, people are going to be uh, are going to be comparing it, which says to me that, as usual, separate. Warner Brothers is going to separate things because they don't know how to actually have a cohesive universe going." Um, but that's also. Well, you
1: you can have the flash and not have superpowers, though, getting back to that idea of superpowers that's and arrow. True. Right. You can have the flash and have him just go up against regular thugs every day. Mm-hmm. You got to bring in the rogues and you got to do the rogues right. Yeah. If you don't do the rogues right, your flash base is just going to disappear.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. No, if, I mean. If
1: Captain Cold isn't awesome, nobody's going to watch this. Weather
0: Wizard, uh, you know. Weather Wizard Mirror Master,
1: yep. whoever. Mm-hmm. But I think Captain Cold's always been the linchpin. If they don't do oh, him definitely. right, then. You know.
2: I think the best career move for Ryan Reynolds would be pulling Alec Baldwin and be the Flash T V show. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh oh God. <laughs> I mean, I know he's gonna be Barry Allen, not Wally West, but come on. We were dreaming of him as Wally West, Flash, or The Flash in any incarnation before they miscast him as Green Lantern. We're outdoor. just going to get to so. a point
0: where he's he's going to have played every single character in the DC universe. You know, like, that's
2: okay. <laughs> you know Ryan I mean? Reynolds as yeah. Batman. Human Torch and Captain America are the same guy. Why can't that's, Flash and right. uh, Green Lantern
1: be the same guy? You're right, yeah. Sure?
0: Those were those were different uh, movie universes, but yeah, no, well, I get that. I, I and and what you're Chris saying.
1: Evans is weird. Every time I see that he's going to be in a movie, I'm like, oh God, Chris Evans, and then I go see the movie and I love it. Yeah. So I've had to make a <laughs> mental. I've, I've had to make a mental note to myself: stop getting pissed at chris evans for being chris evans he's a really good actor just let it go what was the <laughs> but,
0: i i forget the name of the movie uh where, where he's in space with the sun and everything uh, sunshine sunshine thank you yeah there sunshine. we go great movie yeah. yeah great movie there's
1: that one uh he has like a cameo in scott pilgrim and damn near steals love the whole it thing yep you know, there's every time I've seen him in something, it's like, oh, Chris Evans. Uh, and then I see it, and I'm like, why do you hate this guy? He's done nothing to you. Leave it's him alone. because he's
0: pretty. We hate him he's because so, he's yeah, pretty. Yeah, he's
1: pretty, and I'm not. So there it is. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> Mandy
2: loves him, so I'm pretty much bound to see everything that he's in. But it also guarantees uh, her going to see every Marvel movie he's in. So it's it's good and bad. <laughs> well, it,
1: is, it is so much fun right now to be uh, – To be, you know, to have all these great comic book movies with, and there's no way I can say this without it sounding wrong, with great looking guys in it. Yeah. Because my wife loves Thor. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chris Hemsworth, you know, it's like, oh, a new Thor movie. We're going, you know, no problem. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, and I'm going for Thor. She's going for the hopeful shirtless scene, you know. (laughs) Right. But then what's funny is my sister-in-law hates Thor will not go see Thor because she thinks Chris Hemsworth is gross, but Robert Downey Jr., by God, she'll be there <laughs> in the front row. Oh, yeah. So it is it it's been kind of interesting. You know, you have all these comic book movies, and as a kid, I'm like, God, I wish there would be some day where we'd get great comic book movies, and you never envisioned all these women going. And you know, because as we all do. know, women don't read comics, right? You oh, know, we oh, all right. know that.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, right.
1: sure. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever been I,
0: on Tumblr? Enough said. Yeah, <laughs>
1: enough said. Yeah, no. I mean, but it, that that to me is what's been so much fun is watching like my sister-in-law, who knows nothing about comics, actually taking an interest in hearing, "Okay, now the guy that Robert Downey Jr. beat the crap out of, who was that? Okay, that's Whiplash, and Whiplash was uh, such and such.
0: And- God, I've I, I had to do that for so many people at my job after seeing. It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's so- it, no, no, it's fun until they start asking you everything, and then you're like, "I'd I'd, hmm? r- I'd rather just be sitting here doing something else right now than explaining I the intricacies." A, uh-
1: I keep a white wizard beard and a white long-haired wig. <laughs> so I just sit there when they come back. Knew you'd come. Yes.
0: Yes. Let me impart this to you now. Uh, <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? Thou shall not pass. pass. Yes.
1: Gas. Okay. There's Boot. that.
0: Too. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Low-row humor here on Comic Timing, as always. It's
1: just great because it's like, you know. Okay, so I stayed like you said after the credits. What the hell was that? Okay, so that was a cosmic cube, and that's going to play a big role in the next movie. (laughs) Eh, Wrong, Ultron. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it's it's Ultron all the way. Yep,
0: my 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 favorite, my favorite, my favorite will always be. I I think it was on Bleeding Cool where uh, where I think Rich Johnston behind him heard the words, "Yo, I can't believe Hellboy's was it was at the end of that Avengers movie." (laughs)
1: <laughs> you just want to smack them don't you
0: yeah well since I,
1: i'm i'm angry but that is something that was broken at comic-con that i guess uh we didn't really talk about they're
0: skipping thanos they're gonna go to ultron next well we're 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 certainly getting there yeah um i think uh and and you know what yeah we'll we'll, we'll touch on uh, on the marvel movies uh first and then we'll we'll roll over to dc um, we'll start with uh, since you mentioned Chris Evans, uh, a lot came out about uh, the Winter Soldier movie, and uh, f- from the way that they're describing this and from the cast, we're we're almost getting a straight adaptation here of of Brew Baker's Winter like Soldier.
1: It. it sounds like it. Yeah. Well, how are you going to go wrong with that? That's Brew Baker, exactly. Yeah. No, you, know, I mean- you don't need it. I've I've always maintained if they wanted the perfect Justice League movie, they need to pick up Mark Wade and Brian Augustin's JLA Year One. Mm. Plop it down on everybody's desk and say, "Make this the movie." Yeah, you're you're over the whole fear of having Superman, Batman, whoever, in it because they're not in this, right? But it's a hell of a great story. You introduce damn near everybody in the DCU
0: it, it, and, by, uh, by by doing that. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and with this here, I mean, the Winter Soldier storyline is just such a cinematic storyline to begin with, uh, with with the art uh, and the story that was told in it. Um, that I mean. It, people say that uh, that comics are today's uh <clears throat> that that they're today's storyboards and that is exactly what you're getting
1: Absolutely. out yeah. out, of,
0: out of the Wither Soldier story. I mean, Brent, thrilled or, or or what with the with the news coming out of here.
2: Uh I'm interested to see it. Uh I don't remember what uh Winter Falcon no, actually I think yeah, the Falcon, Falcon, was Falcon was in it. it. Yep, Falcon was yeah. in it. So I guess I maybe it is a straight adaptation. I'm interested to see how the uh, political thriller angle carries out. Mm. Because if you remember, we had the the, the Red Skull mind uh, in your in that other guy's head bending shit. Oh um, yeah, in the first uh-huh. story arc. So I don't think that's going to be there. But uh, I'll be interested to see how this how how what they have the Winter Soldier doing, which won't be. I, I'm thinking that won't be a literal translation. Yeah. The rest. The big idea is you know. Hey, we got Sharon Carter. Here's I don't remember Black Widow, but here's Black Widow. We like her. Here's uh, Falcon, and all these other things. Here's Winter Soldier. He's Bucky, and what are they doing?
0: Well, I mean, Black Widow at least plays into the you know the Winter Soldier part of it, since since her and uh, and Bucky did have a rela- a relationship and and uh, you know one trained the other at one point in in their lives, so you know it does sort of make sense for her to be there. But yeah, you're right. That is taking liberties with the original story, even if it's not uh, even if it is the case further down the road. Yeah, but but um that's fine with
2: me I mean that I think
0: it's pretty damn cool that uh, it, there's
2: such a recent comic book story and a good oh, yeah. one at that yep it's gonna be a, a adapted so to speak mm-hmm. uh, more in the way that a, a, I think adaptation should happen and less in the way that the uh, DC animated universe has been doing them yeah
1: well Cap- Captain America of the three movies that came out you know to anticipate the Avengers movie was my favorite of the bunch. Yeah. um you know of thor and i think there was that third I- or the second iron man i was uh captain america was the one that i was like yeah yeah that was pleasantly surprising whoa something exploded
0: yeah sorry about that i think that was my uh, my mic there
1: it's uh, it's i was like oh my god what happened
0: <laughs> but uh but no it, it was it <laughs> was a great movie and and i feel like uh they're just going to be building upon things with the second one here, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get more of a, a nuanced Captain America, you know, getting used yeah. to uh, the, 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 the new age that he's in, while at the same time being haunted by his past here with uh, with Bucky. It's going to be pretty sweet. Well, and it goes back to my man crush on uh, Chris Evans, too, I guess. So.
1: <laughs> so in the closet about him, you know, that's just the way it
0: is. Well, and spe- speaking of, uh, of man crushes, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy... I mean, holy crap, the bulking up that has been done for for this movie. Uh, I'm
1: boycotting it because Mantis is not in it.
0: Oh. Not
1: really. really. (laughs) Sorry, I love Mantis. So uh, I did a a sketch cover for a a convention one time. I got a a Guardians of the Galaxy, and I put Mantis on the front basically saying, uh, thanks a lot, Bendis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for not putting her in
0: there. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I mean, Mantis is one of those characters that just so has such a heavy backstory.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, know she she would be tough to pull off in the movie anyway. Yeah, but but, but mind you, they they we are, don't have our favorites.
0: Yeah, they are somehow pulling off Rocket Raccoon and Groot. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think Groot is going to be the fan favorite that everybody's going to be cheering for. I mean, I don't think I've met anybody that doesn't love Groot from the uh, Abnett and Lanning series and. You know, even before that. So, yeah, I think Groot's going to be the runaway favorite. Maybe Rocket Raccoon, too. But- what do you, well,
0: what do you think, Groot? I am Groot. I am Groot. Okay. All right. Thank you. Maybe that's what Vin Diesel is playing.
1: Oh,
2: God. I
0: would just love it if he
2: just said Groot rather than I am Groot. Yeah. Just just like a long, like, like the Entish in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
0: Groot. <laughs> See, now I'm just imagining Yoda's voice for some reason. Groot, 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 to get Frank yeah. Oz in there, do do some Groot action,
1: <laughs> or just have him holding have him holding Rocket Raccoon and going. But then again, you are very small. <laughs> You're the whole ant <laughs> thing like you were talking about? Yeah.
0: Well, look, I mean, Chris Pratt. Uh, I mean, going from from flabby Chris Pratt back to uh, in shape Chris Pratt to to play the role of uh, uh, that that he is in Guardians of the Galaxy. I. I you know, it's hard to hate the casting in this. I mean, with Kieran Gillen in there with her with her shaved head and sorry, Karen Gillen, not Kieran Gillen. Got to got to pronounce that properly there. Um it's it's looking like it could be pretty cool. Uh I mean, obviously we're not going to get to see the any of the footage that uh, that came out of Comic-Con because we're not privileged. Um but uh but yeah, it, it's looking like this might actually avoid being awkward like some people were, were were pecking it as with the uh you know the rocket raccoon and the uh and the Groot action going on there in the space the,
1: the hardest sell for this is gonna be just like ant man is gonna be when I mentioned that the, that the next movies coming out we're gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant Man, my brother in law basically was like who and what? Yeah. And that's gonna be the hard sell. Everybody knows Captain America everybody knows Thor everybody knows you know whatever. Guardians of the galaxy if you don't know what it is Sounds like a, a horrible Saturday morning, you know, cartoon. Right. It doesn't sound like something that's like, oh, this was a comic book. If you don't know the comic book world, you're probably not gonna, you know, be like, oh, well, I think we can wait for the DVD on this one. Yeah, and Chris Pratt playing Star Lord.
0: You know, like, it, yeah, it, just, yeah. it just sounds like, like, like one of those uh, things you'd watch on uh, on on Saturday with your with your cereal in your pocket or whatever.
1: Right. I mean, the three people on this podcast will be there day one to see it. I can almost guarantee it. Well, yeah. But will the rest of America show Ooh. up? That's the big question. Well, you... I'm
2: not a Guardians man. I, I'm not sold on this. I like the cast. I just think no, it's you very will interesting go and that. See it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see I'm it. Kidding. I don't know if I'll be there day one, but. I'm,
1: I'm not going to come uh, out to the East Coast to make you go. So. But okay. Brent,
2: That's Glenn funny. Close as Nova Prime. Fantastic. Oh, the Nova shit. costumes at the Comic Con look like shit really did you see the guys the guys guarding the uh oh yeah come on i i actually didn't i I I actually didn't mind
0: the one that was in the in the case like i mean it it basically looked no 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 no, no. the nova costumes there were guys dressed
2: as nova Corps people standing beside the stuff from the movie which looked good
0: but the guys in the nova costumes i didn't love See, the only one that I saw was one that was behind a glass case. I didn't actually see any of the dudes dressed as okay. uh, as, as Nova. So, uh, also, I'm assuming those weren't like a uh, quote unquote official. Costumes. Yeah, probably not. You know, like they were just I don't know hired to look to, to look, uh, to look basically, like basically
2: they, they, they kind of messed with the helmet a little bit, and the big red star or four pointed, three pointed, five pointed, whatever the fuck it ends up being. Mm-hmm. I think that's how they get rank. Yeah. Uh, is more of like paint on the nose guard. And then they have chin straps like Captain America, which I thought was lame. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's like a big flak jacket that's painted and sculpted to look semi-cool, which didn't yeah.
0: work for them. Well, that's, I'm sure I'm sure it'll look cooler on screen uh, with
2: a whole bunch of special effects. And well, I, I'm saying it's. I hope that that's not what they end up looking like. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but we'll see. But for me, what I was, you know, all these guys are being announced as their characters, and I'm like, who, <clears throat> who, who? hoo! i mean the fact that the bald girl is playing some other bald girl and not moon dragon and there's not you know the villain isn't like Terax or any of the more known cosmic villains they're the collector and i don't know who uh, jaimon hunsu is playing i've never heard of that guy before uh so it's really
1: well, J- jaimon hunsu it's a big there, risk uh, mr Ako from lost i think
0: uh, no, 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 no. Yes, I don't know who. Cor, Cor, he's talking about Korath no, 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 the no. Pursuer, the one he's actually playing in the oh, movie. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: okay. I gotcha.
0: Okay. No, no, no. The guy from Lost is uh, long. He's got a much
2: longer African name. Egemon yeah. baklava, something like that. It starts with an A, and the last one starts with an E. I like how you like almost anyway. got the word baklava in there. Sorry.
1: Baklava. That's Russian-African. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think his first name is like Anjave. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think that'll be the most interesting Marvel movie, uh, you know, when it comes out, because like Iron Man, I think it'll be the biz- the biggest uh, risk they have taken so far. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yeah, it'll definitely. These second tier movies are really going to be the proof of the pudding, and it's either going to push Marvel right over the top to where they can do whatever the hell they want, or it's going to force them to pull up stakes a little bit and say, maybe we should put out another Iron Man movie and pay Robert Downey Jr. whatever he wants and.
0: million. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get him back in the suit.
0: So, so let's, uh, we'll we'll work our way up to scale here. I mean, Thor, we don't really need to talk about because that's coming out soon and, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. see it soon enough. So, you know, so be it. But yeah, Avengers is
1: Age of Ultron. Age of
0: Ultron. Yeah. Which immediately, once I start, start, saw people on Twitter blowing up, like, oh my God, they're doing a movie based on a horrible piece of shit comic. I'm like, what? You're, you're fucking idiots if you think it's actually going to be based on on Age of Ultron. I mean, it, it's a really, really cool name. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to have anything to do with the storyline. And you know, Joss Whedon came out like the next day and said, "Yes, it has. It's going to have absolutely nothing to do with the storyline because it doesn't make sense to do that in a movie, especially but, because, as a movie." There's Avengers no Hank
1: movie. Pym. They haven't introduced Hank Pym yet. Yeah, they got to do that first. Right. He's got to smack the Wasp around a little bit. And, <laughs> and both we got to are- have some wife beating
0: and you yeah. know. And both Wolverine and, uh, and Invisible Woman are with other companies. Yeah. So, so actually do Age of Ultron. They'd have to change every single character. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so what do, you, what do you guys think about going the Ultron route as opposed to Thanos? Because it's possible we might get Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy anyway. Like, I'm, I'm well, not 100 they,
1: Well, they have teased Thanos versus the Avengers, and they better deliver. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. You um, know,
1: you, you don't put a tease like that out there and say, oh, just just Psych. You know, no, because uh, Thanos fans like myself will find you and, you know, we don't have a lot of we have a certain set of skills, you know, (laughs) we don't bathe and uh, we have bad hygiene. But, you
0: know, we will find you and we will kill you. I I think it'll be Avengers three for Thanos.
1: Probably. They're probably built. I think they need to fight something like like Ultron, like Ultron's a good building block, you know? Yeah. Ultron can kick the crap out of you, but you can beat him. Now, Thanos is a god. Right. So, you know, the problem is, where do you go after you beat Thanos?
2: I'm, I'm kind of wondering if Avengers 3 is going to be the ginormous uh, movie franchise completer like Avengers was for the first five. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to have Guardians and Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and just as much money as they're going to make from Avengers 2. They're going to use that to pay all the salaries of these actors to be in <laughs> no Avengers kidding. 3. No kidding. And it's yeah. going to be a huge universe crossover. I think that would be very cool and astounding. Uh, I, w- I would be excited to see that. You know, Well, that's Just the thing. I mean, really? Because it would pay off everybody who's gone and seen all the movies. And then if you missed one in Guardians of the Galaxy show up or uh, Ant-Man, it would make you go back and get the Blu-ray or check it out. Because yep. maybe you fall in love with them in this movie. I think that'd be oh uh, very Heads interesting. Heads
1: are going to explode at Avengers three, they have to. You know, I mean, if if people don't die upon seeing it, then they failed. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's the expectations they're setting up.
0: Especially with Vin Diesel as Vision, I think that that's uh, gonna. Well,
1: that might work actually. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bad that. That could actually work.
0: I I actually still want to see, and I mean, I know we're not gonna get it more than likely, but I have thought for a while now that. Uh, and Diesel would play a good Kang.
2: See, if they're going to get somebody to play a robot, the most wooden actor I know is Hayden Christensen. <laughs> the robot.
0: Oh, wow.
1: You know what? He could use the career boost, I think. That would be... Uh... Exactly. He hasn't done anything.
0: And and, and, and hey, if, if we wind up getting uh, Natalie Portman back for, for, for a few more movies, we could have the two of them on screen for the first time in a while. So why not? Mm-hmm. Vision and Jane, start a relationship. <sighs> <laughs> 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 uh, Star Wars, coming back. Star coming Wars, back. coming back. Yay! Yeah, all right. Woo! But, uh, I mean, I, I, I when the news broke, I was happy because Ultron's always been one of my favorite Avengers villains, and yep. I feel like this is going to work really well as a strength. Um, I just... You know, like, like we've been saying here, it better be building somewhere bigger than, than Ultron because, you know, yeah. y- you have to go bigger than Ultron. Mm-hmm. You know, Ultron is that is that villain uh, <clears throat> that leads to further members of the Avengers team. It doesn't necessarily... It's not your big bad, you know? It's not your, yeah. your, your, your world-ending threat, no matter what Marvel wanted out of Age of Ultron because it didn't work for that aspect. But, uh, you know, for the movie itself... We'll see some destruction. Probably won't see any aliens this time around. And maybe in the last scene, we'll see Hank Pym introduced. Maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. But. Uh, well,
1: or if you've got the vision, that's who he's based off of, is. Right. You know, Hank Pym. You could probably bring Jocasta in if anybody knows who she is, you know, or. Cares
0: nobody knows, who, nobody knows who the hell Star-Lord is. Why wouldn't well, you bring in Jocasta? it's such
1: a, it's such a slippery slope because if, you, if you're going to bring Ultron in, you have to bring Hank Pym in. He created him.
0: But what they're saying is, that, and according to the Joss Whedon interview, is that uh, they're actually going to wind up having Ultron created by existing Avengers. So what I assume is probably going to wind up happening here is something along the lines of, uh, of Bruce and Tony co-creating Ultron as opposed to Hank. Gotcha. Which which makes sense because they are big brains to begin with, so it could be like an Iron Man armor gone wrong or something like that.
2: Has Jarvis, Ultron a ever lot of fought the Hulk? A lot of people are speculating against Jarvis.
1: Hmm. That,
2: that's in an Iron Man too. armor.
1: Oh, that could be interesting. Which, yeah.
2: if you read about the tease that they had, it was Iron Man's helmet being crushed and turned into Ultron. And I think that's very indicative right there. That's very literally. That if, if that's
0: their plan, that would be a really cool tease to have. Yeah. That, that would be pretty cool. And to, and to answer your question, Al, it's happened a couple times, but not specifically Hulk and Ultron. It's been Hulk yeah. as a member of the Avengers versus Ultron.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, it seems like Hulk
0: could smash, but we'll we'll have to see. Hulk can smash anything. Yeah. Hulk could smash a moon if he really wanted to. That,
1: that was the, the thing about the Avengers is all I was thinking as I was watching is why didn't we start with Mark Ruffalo? As as Banner, why didn't the other two movies just have him? Why do, do, I liked Ed Norton. Sell,
2: you can sell a movie with Mark Ruffalo.
0: You can yeah. sell an ensemble with Mark Ruffalo. Right. Yeah. Shuffle off yeah. Ruffalo. I mean, look, it's it, it's it's <laughs> it's not anything that the, that you can really sell it on. But the but no, I I, I liked Ed Norton as uh, as Hulk as well. I, I,
1: I enjoyed that one. Yeah it's, yeah. it's It's the first one.
0: It's like only he wasn't such a colossal dick. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now, now they're saying that they'll do a Hulk movie in Phase 3, so who who, who knows what's going to wind I, up? I, would
1: like to I see, doubt it. I would it. like to see him. I'd like to see him try it. I'd like to see him give I us something. They
0: had, to me, I think Hulk it
2: would be—that's one of those things, you know, it's already been proven on TV in the 70s. You could possibly do it again in uh, in the 2000s. And you tried two movies with two different actors. I don't know if they, they would risk a third. I think they would go, well, you know, we've done it
0: twice. Yeah. let's uh, let's do something different. So, so get so right, get Ruffalo to, to switch over shot. to TV. So, so switch them over to TV. Have them be in a Hulk uh, TV show.
1: Well, do one of the one shots. Do Future Imperfect, mm. or do uh, you couldn't really do Planet Hulk because we all like this Hulk. So right, you know, <laughs> so you can't have Planet Hulk or World War Hulk or. Dude, I would love
2: Planet Hulk movie.
1: Well, so would I, but I don't see how they pull it off unless it's like. You know, because then you've got Robert Downey Jr. being kind of the dick, and you yeah. know nobody's going to like that.
0: The only way that that's going to happen is if is if Avengers three ends with Hulk going on a savage rampage. That's that's yeah. it. I mean, you would have to completely turn around the character from where he's been in the last couple of times we've seen him to Easy. make him into in an out of gems. control. Yeah, can't you mind control with the Infinity Gems? Right, but if it's mind control, they're not going to send him away bec- uh, somewhere yeah, because they don't mind control airs off.
2: They don't have to know.
0: Yeah. all right. Well, who yeah. knows? Who knows? All right. All well, right. What, we, what we do know is that Batman's going to be in the next Superman movie. Yes, yeah.
2: back to Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that happened. One man who beat you. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to do my it's, Batman. That's fine. Uh, my, my parents are dead. Um, my parents are dead. Swear to me. Uh, yeah, A good idea, bad idea, somewhere in the middle idea. Uh, uh, <laughs> it,
1: it was bound to happen. Let's do it while I'm still alive to see it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with it. That, Rather than jumping into – I, I think they want to get – if I were them, I'd want to get to a Justice League movie as fast as possible mm. with The Avengers 2 on the horizon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if this is the way that they can do it without just jumping straight into it, then uh, then fine. You know, yeah. if this is the bridge that you need the, the two temple franchises and after to hear Justice League is plausible, great. Let's do it. Let's – I mean – I want to see a Justice League movie as fast as possible, quite honestly, yeah. Uh, as long as this Batman is good. Uh, uh, but I think for deep, Warner Brothers needs to get its house in order. Oh, my God. Number yes. one. Yeah. And if this will either make or break that idea.
0: Well, do you continue off of established Batman or do you start from
2: number no, one? No, 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 no. I, I don't think you do. There have been so many interviews and stuff like that that, you know, Nolan has said he's done with Batman – uh even though he's producing Man of
0: Steel uh you <laughs> yeah, know exactly. Christian exactly. Bale Yeah
2: Christian Bale has come out and said he is absolutely done right. with Batman
0: but could you do no one's universe
2: uh, without Christian Bale I don't think so Okay I don't think so All right it, it, I th- I think all you've got to do is a was... different guy other than Bruce Wayne in the bat suit for the very first Justice League movie doesn't make sense mm. You know it's the exact same reason why you know you had uh DC bringing all of its heroes back in the comics. You know, we brought back Barry Allen, we brought back Hal Jordan. We wanted to get to these classic characters so that when you make the movies with the classic characters, those are the people that are in the comics. Right,
0: because no one could ever possibly like any other version of the character. Um, Absolutely, but, but, but yeah, yeah, because DC <laughs> is stupid. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's smart though. It's I, I think from a
2: brand wise, having all of your brands and lines aligned.
0: Makes sense, right? I completely, I completely agree with you. People got to know John Archie Stewart and Wally West, and then they went back to Barry Allen and Hal Jordan. So I think that that that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, with I, you, man. I like Kyle. I don't like what they're doing with him, but I mean, yeah.
2: f- from a company point of view, if you're going to go and be this transmedia company and right. launch merchandise and movies and TV shows and all, all these yeah, different things, it, yeah. you know, it it just
0: makes sense. Yeah, but uh DC was always about legacies and and now they're they're almost like oh shit that worked for Marvel. We should well, really not be uh, what we were. I I I, I, th- I got to maintain that
2: like uh pro- they were about legacies until Marvel or er, was bought by Disney. Hmm. Then I think if that's when kind of, you know, things probably happened a little bit before then. That's but uh, I the think thing, that's yeah. kind of what kicked the ass in gear cuz Disney knows how to make money. They they know what they're doing. And once they bought Marvel, I think Warner Brothers kind of took notice and said, you know what, if Disney's investing in this company, then uh, we got to get our ship our ship in ship shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: What do you think, Al?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing much else that I can add to that. As far as you know, I just again, I'm just happy we're seeing these movies made. Yeah, You know, growing up, all I was like was, God, it would be great if they would make movies of all these comics. And now they are. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, some of them aren't that great, but I'll still take them. You know, they're they're making them. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't care what they have to do to get to that point. Just get to that point. Just, um, you know, I, I purposefully keep myself in the dark about almost every comic book movie, which is not easy to do, given how much time I spend on the Internet. Yeah. You know, but it's like, oh well. I heard this is going to happen, and I'll run away. You know, get the window off, whatever to, you know, not find out about it. When I went into the Wolverine, all I knew was it was the Japanese storyline. I didn't know anything else. I knew Lady Viper and Silver Samurai were in it. That was it. Okay. You know, I went in with no preconceived uh, anything, and that's how I like to go into movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is you know, if if I learn too much about a movie, it's not fun for me anymore. That makes that's sense. That's why. Well, that's why at the end of the Avengers, when, you know, the face, you know, it's like courting death. And I see Thanos turn around, you know, a 300 pound, 44 year old man screamed like a schoolgirl (laughs) in the third row. And everybody around him was like, the fuck is wrong with that guy? The purple guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, they were looking at me. They were like, what is wrong with him? And I was like, Thanos, oh, you know, and (laughs) they were just like. I think that guy came. I'm yeah, not sure. I
0: mean, holy yeah, crap. I, I saw it. I saw it with Raph, so you can only imagine. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm sure he did the same thing. Yeah,
2: I almost want to see go back in time and see Man of Steel with Raph just so I can watch him cry and collect his tears
1: <laughs> and, and do team, like that are South are Park sweet,
2: episode sweet. and put it in his soup.
1: Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> love that episode. Scott Tennerman must die. Yes, uh. that's the best South Park episode ever.
0: Although I, I just think of uh, the again the kids in the hall sketch where uh, where that uh, where that guy is serving his friend uh, soup and he's like wow this is really good what's in it here have some more oh wow this is this is really tasty it's something salty in it wasn't ahead have some more so, so so what is it it's my own cut and then cut
1: uh, oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so it's it, it's gonna have to be done right. It's gonna have to be a damn good movie. It's gonna have to make me forget that Man of Steel ever fucking happened for me to really enjoy uh, you know Superman Batman. I mean I'm sure that like the, the eight-year-old kid in me is gonna just squeal at the fact that there's gonna be Superman and Batman in the same movie on, on a screen that's not animated oh, yeah. but again, give me enough story building to Justice League and have it feel like the characters and I'll be I'll be thrilled.
1: I am just hoping that they don't have to go back and retell Batman's origin. Oh, there's no reason to. I do too. It's a, it's a new Batman, so we better retell the origin new. in case nobody knows. No, no, no just no, put no, a no. put a sign up right at the beginning. There's a guy named Batman when he was a kid his parents were shot and killed in front of him and that's why he became Batman. Okay, moving on.
0: Right. Well, that's all we need. Or similar to what they did with the uh, with the movie The Incredible Hulk actually yeah since we were just talking about that i mean you know they had they had a a semi origin in the first like two minutes of the film to catch people up who hadn't seen the first hulk movie and bam that's it
1: tears by the first hulk movie
0: yeah edit that there (laughs) my
1: favorite memory my favorite memory of the first hulk movie this is great we yeah. go and we, we go opening day to the, to the Hulk movie. And this is Ang Lee's one, the, yeah. the horror the oh, poop. God, I hate that so much. The poopy um, one. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but we're there, and it's so cute. The, these grandparents had taken their, I'm going to say four- or five-year-old kid mm-hmm. to see it, and they're sitting behind us, and all through the movie, the kid is, you know, trying to contain his excitement because all he wants is to see the, the huck come out. <laughs> <laughs> when does he? I want to see the Hulk. When does he become the Hulk? And you know, and at some point he just starts going rah. Cause I guess all he knows about the Hulk is, you know, it's, you know, gonna big green guy gonna smash the And if you know the movie, you don't see the Hulk for the first freaking hour. And so finally, about the first hour, his voice gets a little more desperate and he's like, When's he going to become the hawk? And I turned around and I was like, I'm with you, kid. I am, I am with you on this. And the grandparents were like, we're sorry he's making so much noise. I'm like, no, I'm mad too. I want to see the hawk.
0: No, you want to see the Huck.
1: I want to see the Huck. Yeah, yeah. That was It was so cute.
0: And I'm like, you know, normally talking in the movies will set me off. But I'm like, no, I'm with you, kid. This is still oh my God. <laughs> See, I would have been in the same boat as you. That wasn't like the, uh, the, uh, autist- the autistic kid sitting behind me in uh, in Avengers, I'm sorry, in Iron Man three, who, uh, whenever Iron Man wasn't on the screen started having a pissy fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, but- uh, my buddy, Steve, uh, Reed, AKA Flint Lockjaw, hopefully won't mind me sharing the story. He doesn't like going to the movies and there's a very good reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went to, he went to this movie. I forget what the movie was, but, uh this kid just would not shut up and it wasn't like you know just talking he would just keep going uh, 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 would like kick his chair oh god for no reason yep and for those of you that have met steve or have talked to him before he's he's irish he's an american citizen now yep. but he's irish he's known you know they're known for their patience so finally he turns around, I, are you fucking retarded? And the kid, was. the kid was. And so he sat back in his chair and was like, oh shit.
0: Ra- Raff and me, Christmas Day, uh, t- t- two years back, Tintin. Almost the exact same experience. Yep. Oh man! Exact same thing. He turns around, and it's a uh, and it's an autistic kid and a 3D movie with a whole bunch of moving shit.
1: Oh my God. wow. Bad idea. Bad idea. Well, we had a baby at the Wolverine. I was, uh, you know, just amazed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because that's what I think a baby would like to see is, you know, Wolverine killing a bunch of ninjas. Well, the, re- the
0: reason you bring the baby is that it's a movie of shit, you can throw the baby at the screen.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know
0: before before we get back to uh the uh the comic-con experience cause i want to talk about uh you know some of some of the other co- panels you went to and stuff like that and uh, and uh perhaps uh get the sharknado's experiences in one way or the other um yes. any any other comic-con news that uh that came out that uh that struck either of your fancy that we haven't already touched on because uh, we already talked about the big shit anything anything else that uh that happened uh, brent anything
2: uh, not really. I mean, you could discuss every movie that's coming out, but I think what was uh, most exciting was maybe the uh, Days of Future Past.
0: Oh yeah. Panel. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, all that stuff going on sounds, you know, everything I read and the footage descriptions makes it sound like a really, really, really badass movie. So we're getting and we-
1: Bishop, and I'm the only person excited by that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at least you know maybe. 3.43% 3, 3. excited that that we're going we that we're getting bishop
1: you know I am one of the five bishop fans on the planet and I'm one of the 10 scott summers fans on the planet <laughs> I, I love that reaction people are like you like cyclops I love cyclops and they're like get away from me you're sick you're demented that's oh he's an asshole even, I'm like that's why I love him
0: even current you're an uh, you're an uncle tom for Mutants cyclops like you like uh, you like current cyclops
1: uh, I, I just think it's the chickens coming home to roost, right there. I think it's just he's been wanting to do this for years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Oh. Um, the, no, the Days, of, Days of Future Past was uh, was pretty awesome news. Uh, I think one of the other cool things that came out. I mean, even though it wasn't the news we were looking for, um, uh, Bruce Tim is going to be doing Superman uh, short to celebrate uh, the anniversary. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, animated short that I guess is going to be, I assume, airing during DC Nation. Um, going through the uh, the years of Superman.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's what I heard. That's that's pretty cool. Um,
1: there there will be more Super Best Friends Forever. Although uh, I don't know if you follow that at all. That's the uh, Lauren Faust uh, yep. cartoon. She did My Little Pony, and then she moved on to do uh, a Super Best Friends Forever. And this was actually bad news. As far as somebody in marketing, whoever did this, because they uh, basically took Super Best Friends Forever, which is hilarious. And I think was very popular with the female audience because it had different body types for each of the characters. You actually had a somewhat pudgy looking Supergirl, which Mm -hmm. was nice to see as far as... You know, yeah, there, there are women out there who do have have body issues and stuff like that. Well, apparently, screw that. We've decided to make them all look like brats, and they all wear dresses, and yeah. they're all going to wear, like, Supergirl wears pink now because girls like pink. And, uh, you know, all, all stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I'm not a girl, but if I was one, I'd be, I'd be outraged. But, you know,
0: eh, maybe not. Oh. I saw those as well. They they looked uh, they kind of look fugly. That's 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 the best way to to describe it. That the 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 designs were not very attractive, even if they did you know pretty them up, quote unquote. And,
1: I'm I'm sure. Well, and they're all like you know badly in need of a sandwich and yeah, you know stuff like that. It's just like that's that's such a shame because I think that was the beauty of uh, Super Best Friends Forever is like. Batgirl had daddy issues and Supergirl <laughs> had weight issues and,
0: you know, Wonder Girl had the older sister who was going to be cooler than she will ever be. Well, maybe they'll have accessories like sandwiches. I mean, maybe that's... I don't know. Maybe that's what they're, that, that they're, was, they're going on here.
1: That was the one con exclusive that I tried really hard to get was the uh, Super Best Friends Forever set. and Yeah. There was one of those where you had to go wait in a line to get a wristband to go wait in another line yep. to get a... To wait in that line to get another thing. And for some reason on the last day, I just walked up and I was like, hey, can I have one of those? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh fucking hey, that worked. I didn't know that worked.
0: <laughs> I guess they had leftovers.
1: They had leftovers. I don't know that it went Sweet. as well as they thought. So I mean that, I, I
0: did I did that for C two E two. I still have some of the uh the uh I have an extra set still of the White Lantern, Sinestro and Black Lantern, Hal Jordan. I got it like three C two E twos ago. Still still lying around to be sold to somebody someday. We shall see. Um yeah, so that's that's kind of it on the news end. Uh, everything everybody else has covered news, so you can uh, head to Comic Geek Speak or any other website to do that. Um I just want to more f- focus on uh, on the rest of the experience that uh, that that you had. Uh, what what panels did you hit up? Uh, what you wh- what else did you do at uh, at Comic-Con to make your uh, your amount of money you spent worth it?
1: I'll tell you what. Can I can I uh cut in here real quick? Sure. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to run the show. My wife, who is mm-hmm. the Sharknado, has to go walk the dog. All so right. can we put her on real quick By and change means. gears? Yes. All right. I'll, I'll build up to it. I'll even save you the trouble. Um, all right. While we were at Comic Con, uh, my wife and I got this crazy idea because there was this movie called Sharknado. You no doubt you've heard of it. Yes, I will. My wife is named Michelle Snyder. There so there, I've, I've said that. <laughs> and uh, they're they're prompting me, hun. She's oh. over here watching me make an ass of myself. <laughs> but we got the idea of, hey, you know, somebody's probably going to go to that convention as the Sharknado. And then we got to talk about how would you do that? How would you make a costume of the Sharknado? And I started talking. I was like, well, you could take a tomato cage and you could put some cloth around it. And then we just kind of looked at each other and we were like, let's get to Joanne's and do this before anybody else does. So... <laughs> My wife uh, just spent the two days before the con putting together this Sharknado outfit. And I'm going to take off my headset and let her talk to you guys for a little bit about her experience as the Sharknado. So here she is, Michelle Snyder, the Sharknado lady, who you have seen on the Internet and <laughs> places other otherwise. So here she is, guys.
0: Hey, Michelle. Hello. Hey, I'm Ian. Brent is somewhere. Brent, you still there? I'm still there. You're getting fuzzy. Ooh, <laughs> it, it, you, you got all, uh, you got all Saiwani on me, man. Yeah, I'm getting the same thing on my end. That's very weird. Uh, try unplugging your headset and plug it back in. Give us one second here.
3: No problem.
0: All right. Hello. Nope, still the same. <laughs> Poops. All right, try, uh, you know, you you want to try calling me back? yeah. All right, cool. All right, <laughs> it's my computer. All right, that's fine. Well, I'll talk to you a little bit uh, while uh, while Brent gets his shite together. Um, okay. So uh, so so how ha- uh, how how did it feel being the talk of the con?
3: It was kind of bizarre because I I assumed somebody would have come as a Sharknado, or eventually not on like Thursday, but at least by Saturday, somebody else would have been there. Mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be some gal, you know, with you know, a bra and some sharks spinning around. <laughs> I, I I swear, I, I was like, it's, you know, but nobody did. And it was really weird. And I had people come up to me and had this foreign kid come up to me and he goes, you, you are the Sharnado girl. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and you are trending on Twitter and and you, you're on Tumblr. And I'm like yay so he wanted to take a picture with me but and i was like okay this is getting weird now well it's it's like
0: congratulations every single year there's at least one unexpected Unexpected
3: cosplay (laughs) like you were you were
0: (laughs) it for the year i was
3: it yeah i was it it was it was a it was fun i didn't realize how many people would um or how many people enjoyed it it was it that was the kind of the funny part. It Was like I got two or three people. They'll get it. Mm-hmm. They'll go, "Oh, Sharknado!" Ha ha ha! No, they were just all crazy, and everybody was so nice. They're like, can I take a picture with you? Like, sure. I'm dressed up as a Sharknado. Yeah, go ahead, take a picture with me. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, you know? come on. I
0: <laughs> and I mean, I mean, you wound up on uh, on MTV Geek and uh, CBR I, and Bleeding Cool. You were, you were, I, you were freaking everywhere.
3: I have not even seen all the places that I have ended up on. Every day I find another one and every so often I mean and the funny part was is even on the tram home, mm-hmm. somebody took a Twitter picture of me <laughs> with the Sharknado hat off. Nice. Totally wasted uh, just so tired. Like, oh, somebody had a really cool Sharknado thing <laughs> and, and and then it was posted on like, you know, Twitter in the next like hour or something. My husband was like Dude, that was just an hour ago. We're going home, man. What is this? You know?
0: So so uh, did, did any uh, any uh, creators or celebrities or anybody that? Yes.
3: Um, I met actually this, I think it was the CFO or CEO of Sci-Fi Channel. Nice. I met uh, several people from Asylum that work there. Mm-hmm. I had people that, just, oh, yeah, I did um, some of the art on that, or I did some of the special effects on that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And <laughs> and it was, good job well no but you know it was it was weird i met just all sorts of people that just would come up to me and like i worked for a uh, sci-fi channel and i just need to get your picture and put it on twitter or i work for this and i did something for the or my buddy does this on the movie it was just so funny it was it was great i met also i met the the like the main the director the head producer oh and everybody God. One of the actors, I can't remember his name. He's the John Hurd, the older guy. Okay. I just know him as that guy that's always in those movies. And you I mean, go, it wasn't oh,
0: Ian Zeering?
3: No, it wasn't. He wasn't there. Oh man. Um. And so it it was it was really neat to meet all these people. They were just so happy, you know. Just kind of like, I, I know it was just a joke, though. <laughs> I kind of felt like it was a really bad movie, guys. You shouldn't be proud of this. But it's, you know.
0: <laughs> have you have you cosplayed uh, to cons before or was this your first time?
3: Uh not really. I haven't never done a cosplay costume. I've dressed up a little like just quirky. Mm-hmm. Because at con you can actually be yourself. Sure. So, you know, but uh, I've never cosplayed as as anything, so this was the first time, and I thought it was it was awesome because I didn't have to show my breasts or anything. So it was, I thought, well, I'm gonna suck, and apparently I was all over the internet.
0: Well, so, we'll yeah. see that that's 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 one of the that's one of the good reasons to be uh, to be all over the internet. For-
3: exactly, I was like, oh, good, I didn't have to do anything. <laughs>
0: Um so are you going to have to top yourself next time around or
3: Well I think Sharknado 2 is going to be out with like in the next month or so so oh, I don't God. think that'll be at a at a con I Yeah cuz that drag- cuz that, that's
0: the turnaround for for a movie like Sharknado they can make it in like a month
3: Exactly <laughs> that's really horrible and uh the thing is that it, I've been dragging the headdress around so we went to a signing like a comic book kind of event Mm -hmm. at a Hero Comics in uh, Phoenix. So I bring the headdress and I sit it down. And there were actually people that showed up and went, I saw that on the internet. Oh my God. And they started taking pictures of it. And I'm like, you serious? This keeps going. <laughs> so
0: see, so someday it'll be you and the chocolate rain guy, just you know, just exactly. standing there, like oh,
3: exactly. I was internet famous for actually <laughs> twelve minutes. Exactly. It's gonna be me, the rainbow guy, um, <laughs> the cat. I actually, the weird thing is, is when you go to I Can Has Cheeseburger, yeah, the the meme section, mm-hmm. you look up Sharknado and images for Sharknado meme. I am one of those images. Nice. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm done. I'm a meme. I'm it. <laughs> Drop the uh, mic
0: and walk away at that I know, point.
3: Exactly. Just I'm done. <laughs> I can't top this. Um,
0: well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you were the talk of the town. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and here's here's to uh, here's to more successful uh, cosplays in the exactly. future.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to drag the headdress around. There's a copper. It's called Copper Con. It'll be uh-huh. down here in Mesa in Arizona. I'll just throw the headdress on a chair next to my husband and see if it happens again. Sweet. These people go, I know who that is.
0: Take your picture with the Sharknado. Five dollars.
3: <laughs> Five, I know. I should start charging. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah really. I have two <laughs> questions. Yeah. My first is, are you going to hire a uh, an agent like the girl who was sexting with Anthony Weiner and trying to collate this into a film career? Exactly.
3: I, I think I should be in the next Sharknado film. I should get eaten by a flying shark. Just with with a chainsaw. Standing there.
2: But How in, meta would it be if that happened Austria. with you in the Sharknado hat?
3: That would be great. And, and I think Asylum would do that.
0: Oh my they God! Really they do. would.
3: I, yeah. They would just be like, "Oh, it's the Sharknado girls! Yeah, just stand over here. You're gonna get eaten." Okay.
0: <laughs> well, even better. I, I see. I've already written this in my head. Like uh, <laughs> after after the first Sharknado attack, there is a religion that, yes. th- that that comes out for Sharknados, and and you're wearing the native headdress, <laughs> headdress. for the religion, and then oh, somehow you get sucked up into a new Sharknado, and and seven sharks eat you uh, bit by He's bit. Cl-
3: these clan meetings have really lightened up. These are, these are <laughs> that would be just awesome. Who made these hoods? Yes, who did this? Whose idea was this? What
0: was, what was question number two, Brent, or did you get them yeah, both in I there? I want to know what her pick for the uh, sequel title is.
3: Uh, you know, I, I think I just said, uh, Sharknado 2, done. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, the original title is enough said. So, just d- Done. <laughs>
0: I, I would I would go with Sharknado 2. This time with sharks. This
3: time with sharks. Yeah, actually, I yeah that movie was so hard to sit through.
0: I have it uh, sitting on my DVR. Uh, eventually, yeah, we're, we're going to wind up uh, getting some friends and some booze and uh, and, go, and going yeah. crazy and uh, and Definitely, actually. It is
3: it. it is so much better to watch it as a group when you're by yourself. Which I was because I finally got to sit down and actually watch it. Watch it. Uh huh. It's kind of like when you're watching it by yourself, you feel weird and like, what am I doing with my life? And why am I here? And I'm watching this bad movie about (laughs) sharks eating, flying. What am I doing? I I assume it must feel somewhat similar
0: to not snakes on a plane, but snakes on a train.
3: Train. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does. But it's one of those that, yeah, don't watch it alone because you feel just really pathetic actually (laughs) where it's your group at least like oh it's fun it's a group thing and then they keep showing um they're the next movie that's coming out is ghost shark oh god and it's awesome because i don't know spoilers but it's it's a um a ghost shark there Mm -hmm. you go yeah that comes out of any body of water
0: oh god a
3: puddle a bucket so the whole thing is, don't take a bath, don't wash the car, don't step in a puddle, don't don't touch water, this ghost shark will come out and eat you.
0: So let's see, Tara Reid was in uh, Sharknado, so I assume Jenny McCarthy is going to be in <laughs> Ghost, ghost shark.
3: shark. That would be awesome. I don't think anybody's in Ghost Shark, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
2: she's Jenny McCarthy's got a better career than Tara
0: Reid, she's on The View. Yes. That's she's pe- on The View. Which yes, is still her. sad to me in, in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well thanks thanks for joining us. I don't want to keep you yeah. from walking a dog and, uh,
3: <laughs> and I just don't want her to start tearing stuff up. We have a very um particular we have to walk at a certain time kind of dog and gotcha. you'll just hear Al screaming in the next like, 10 I'm like, well, he oh, I'm My manga! <laughs> yeah, I know. I better intervene really quick before he's like, oh, goddammit! He's the action figures! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here, here's, here's to further success. Success. We'll
3: that- <laughs> okay, that thank you. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Hey, we had a real-life internet celebrity on <laughs> the show.
1: There you go. Try to contain yourself. Should I, I, she tell you the GRR Martin story though?
0: Oh no, 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 no! That you can, you can, oh, you, can god, you can go can, ahead can and tell just,
1: that. Yeah. Oh god, this is our only real brush with fame. Okay. While well, we're there, so GRR Martin, the author of Game of Thrones, Song yes. of Ice and Fire, all those great books. Please that write are- and
0: write faster, George R, R. Right. Martin. Please write, write the wind.
1: Please write faster because <laughs> we're all waiting for book five or six. <laughs> we're up to six now. Yeah. But yeah, so he's at his table. Nobody is at his table. Nobody. What? Nobody. This is nuts. He's got like a handler, you know. Some of the bigger names will have a person there who mm-hmm. you go to first to say, "Hey, can I go? May I approach him? You know, or something like that." Sure. So I go to him, and I'm like, "Is there a line for for Mr. Martin to sign stuff? Because I have my book for uh, sketches and autographs, and mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I'd like him to sign the the back of my autograph book here." And he's like, "Well, you, you're it. There really isn't anybody." To see him and I'm like, you've okay. gotta be kidding me. And I'm like, why does GRR Martin not have anybody around him? Yeah, really. And then I, I looked over and I realized why. Everybody's taking pictures of my wife as the frickin' shark name. <laughs> 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 it's like paparazzi. And and the best part is I guess I, I'm gonna be vain and say G. R. 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 got wind of it because he's got his back to us. Uh-huh. And, you know, the handler's like, hey, George, you, you have a fan who'd, who'd like you to sign something? He flips around in the chair, grabs his Sharpie, makes the biggest slash mark signature I've ever seen in my book. It takes up like half a page. <laughs> and then flips back around, doesn't even acknowledge me as I barely get out. I love Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's all <laughs> and, It was no,
2: Game of Thrones,
0: it's a song of ice and fire.
1: I know, I know, that's it. That I, I, hate, it. I hate to tell
0: you this, dude, but uh, he's killing you in the next book.
1: Yeah, I know. I was like, whatever you do, fucking kill Theon, okay? I'm sick of that guy. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to keep on with the torture porn, I'm done. Kill him. He needs to die.
0: Have you guys he's seen the, uh, the Paul and Storm video from, uh, from Woodstock?
1: Uh-uh. No.
0: Okay, uh, so Paul and Storm start playing their George R. R. Martin song, uh, which is all about, you know, how George R. R. Martin should, you know, write books faster, and yet he's not everyone's bitch. Oh, I think I
1: have heard about this, but go on ahead, yeah. So
0: uh, uh, George R. R. Martin, halfway through the song, comes out from the back and gets on stage with Paul and Storm, grabs, uh, I believe, Storm's guitar and smashes it onto the ground. (laughs) (laughs) While while Paul is still playing until eventually he realizes George R.R. Martin is there and then stops and then Neil Gaiman comes out on stage and asks them to apologize both to George R.R. Martin and to himself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And to to and to reiterate that uh that uh, George R.R. Martin is not anyone's bitch.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's Neil Gaiman's big quote about that about speeding up is George R.R. Martin is no one's bitch. Yes. I'm like <laughs> My my take on that is no, he's not. But he is time's bitch. And if he doesn't get working on the books, time doesn't give a shit. They'll kill him off, and then you know, hopefully his Ghost Rider's good.
0: <laughs> it's, one of know, but fu- I, it's one of the few times you've gotten that you've gotten to hear anybody go, "We're sorry, Mister Gaiman.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a tough call. It really is because you know. A, it's I want him to do the book he wants to do and, and I right. understand that he's got commitments, but God, as as a fan though, you're just like you can't you can't be blamed for wanting it, you know, if it's yeah. that damn good. You know, I'm sorry, I won't apologize for, you know,
0: wanting to know what's gonna happen next, you know. Well my well my, my, my girlfriend puts it this way. It's like uh it, it took uh it took Dark Tower like 16 years to finish so i yeah. I, I think we can he, he's getting kind of close to that uh stephen king territory at this point so he, he should probably uh probably uh get get the rest of those out pretty time soon
1: he's, he's getting close yeah well i mean the problem is he's no spring chicken but who's to say you know he can he'll get it done when he gets it done he's already yeah. said that he's got it planned out there as a ghostwriter in case he kicks the bucket and, all right you know we'll have to see you know we'll have to see but i'm i'm
0: Hint, I'm telling it's you me I'm the ghost writer. Yeah, the ghost writer you yeah, didn't the ghost hear r- it from me. All you got to do is writer, just keep killing you The
2: the little bouncing ball of light that yes. inspires little kids to write in New York City.
0: PBS
1: bitches.
2: <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that that was my experience with somebody famous was uh, George r. r. Martin. Now there were a few that were reported at uh, comic-con of course like uh um brian cranston the breaking bad guy yes uh went around the floor as himself mm-hmm. and nobody believed him
0: yeah uh they, they i just That's saw the bro- clip from uh, from letterman actually where they yeah. actually have video of brian cranston walking around in his walter white uh mask and as he's walking away from the last person you can actually hear the fans say man wouldn't that be hilarious if that was really brian cranston <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, he was there. Um, um, Tom Hiddleston, the guy that played Loki in the Avengers movie, showed up as Loki.
0: Which was amazing.
1: Yeah, if you saw the clip of that, that was really good. Yeah. It's always fun. I don't know if you've been following the Avengers uh, as far as uh, clips that they show from the thing. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who seems to be having any fun.
0: Well, that that's because... Well, okay, both... People don't know this, but Chris Hemsworth and Tom, and Tom Hiddleston are actually, like, best friends in real life. Yeah. So... Hilston is just having the time of his life right now, and uh-huh. we're just along for the ride.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Smokey is such a fun bad guy to be. I mean—
0: Well, they're, and they're, they're saying they're probably going to wind up increasing Hilston's role in future movies just because they like the actor that much, and so do we.
1: Yeah, everybody responded to it. I mean, you yeah. know, he was so much fun.
0: Even if he still looks like Darlene from Roseanne in the uh, in the trailer <laughs> for for Thor 2 Dark World. But that's, you know, that's before <laughs> he gets his hair product back. Yes. <laughs> so so what other panels did you go see? And uh, I guess we can wrap up after that.
1: I, I did not get to many, so that was okay. quick, wasn't it? Nice. I We did go. Most of the stuff that we went to as far as panels uh, were outside the convention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went to the glove and Boots uh, thing where they talked about, you know, how they created their podcast and nice. um, you know, what goes into the production of it and all like that. And that was kind of fun to do. I don't drag my wife to too many podcast uh, to too many um panels of stuff that would interest me where it's like, you know, and now, Tom, Tom, or here's Marv Wolfman talking about what inspired issues 15 through 23 of the New Teen Titans. Mm.
0: You know, yeah,
1: where I'll be lapping up every word like yes, and what else, what else, and my wife will be.
0: Welcome everyone to Mark <laughs> Wade screams at the rest of the people in the comic industry.
1: Yes, yes, so stuff like that. You know, I, I can't, in good conscience, drag her to it unless her feet are hurting. Nice. So, and and the thing is, Saturday and Thursday when she was dressed up as Sharknado we didn't get the opportunity to go anywhere but out where there were people. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just, you go two feet, someone wants a picture. You go another two feet, someone wants your picture. So I
0: pretty much wrote off getting to too many panels. So I'm sorry I'm not much help on that front. That's fine. Uh, One one thing that I I will bring up uh, is that, uh, yet again, uh, Chris got to go to the uh, Masquerade. And it's not something I do at – many conventions in fact it's not something i do at really any convention other than comic-con but Mm -hmm. whenever you go to comic-con do your best to go to the masquerade because Mm it's 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 totally like the cream of the crop like you are not allowed to wear your costume until masquerade
1: that's what disqualified us we were trying to get michelle in as the as the sharknado and uh they said sorry, she wore it. Yeah. Wait, what? You know, she couldn't she could not get in. Yep. You, can, you can't you can't wear the you can't wear the costume that you're gonna do your masquerade in at the Comic Con. I think it's that day. I don't know if it's the entire convention. You
0: c- you cannot wear it until after the masquerade. You can wear it, you know, on Sunday perfectly fine, or even after the masquerade itself, but they want these things to premiere at Masquerade. That's part of the fun of it. Um, and, and I mean a lot of these people do create multiple multiple costumes anyway Brian so it's not like oh, they're yeah. Yeah. They, you know it's not it's not like they're being restricted or whatever it's just like you know if they want to participate in the masquerade that's the number one rule like you cannot it has to premiere at masquerade that's that's part of the fun of it but uh okay Good yeah for no them. and 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 what's what's really cool about it too is that it's run by Phil folio and his and his wife and they are Probably the best out at it, at it out of anybody that I've had. MC a masquerade, they oh, yeah. they keep the, the thing moving, and there's in jokes that everybody who's been there once or even for the first time get start going uh, crazy about. Like after every. After every number, like everybody in the crowd, winds up doing this whole routine of like, n- n- like number one, ah ah ah, and then woo, like five or six other call outs wind up happening there, and and you get to see these really great costumes and fun skits. And uh, this year, a Galaxy Quest group wound up winning. Uh, nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was a lot of fun from the way she described it. The other thing is. Uh, Chris was lucky enough to she went to check out the Walking Dead booth and she was lucky enough to actually be behind a Rick Grimes in line. So she took some really awesome photos <laughs> of nice. Rick blasting, blasting some zombies directly in front of her. But uh, the best they co-
1: they did, the uh, Walking Dead people did have the best uh, con display of any of them because they had a cage with actual zombies in that would
0: attack you if you got too close. Yep. And they had the governor's heads, yeah, set up. So you got to take a photo. Uh, you could even have the uh, the bandage over your eye and the knife if you wanted sitting in the governor's chair. And again, Chris got to take a photo of Rick sitting in the governor's chair, and then got, got to take a photo of herself doing the same thing directly afterwards. <laughs> um, but the best cosplay that I saw outside of the Sharknado, um, out of out of any of the photos, and I'll ask you guys you know, what yours were from photos that you've seen at the con was by far Lord Tony Stark dressed up uh, as if he was a game of Thrones character, Tony Stark. And uh, there's a, there's a couple of photos of this Tony Stark sitting on the iron throne, (laughs) which just make it even better for me. So that was great to, uh, to to see a photo of. I I wish I would have saw it in person. Um, Brett, you, you see any, uh, any good cosplay from any photos that you've seen?
2: Uh, I've seen a lot. I like Comics Alliance. Their site has uh, cosplay of the day pretty frequently, but if you go back, they have a, a, a lot of really cool stuff from San Diego that I liked. Nice. Actually... And I just uh, sent PM'd you guys the lame Nova costumes from the Marvel <laughs> booth. Opening it up right now.
0: Uh... Waiting for it to load on my slow computer. Prep for disappointment. There we go. Eh, it's not that lame. Yes,
1: it is. Most of the stuff that we saw was pretty uh, was pretty standard stuff. You know, I stalk anybody in a Supergirl costume and I have to get their picture. But mm-hmm. really what we focused on are, are, are the steampunk people. And there were a lot of them there. You know, they're not really cosplaying as any one particular person. But so much work can go into them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, especially if they've got, you know, the idea behind it is... Uh, you know, the stuff has to actually work. You know, if it's anything that has gears and stuff, the gears actually have to suit a purpose. And, you know, something as simple as windable eyeglasses or just fun stuff like that that they put so much work into. Anytime we saw that, we would kind of gravitate to how did you build that? How did you get that all put together? Look <laughs> at that. Oh, my God. Do you have a, no
0: less of a life than we do? That's that's amazing. Well, I remember seeing some working Iron Man outfits like, yeah, oh, yeah, full, eye, full of suits of armor. Mm-hmm. freaking crazy man
1: oh yeah it's it's intense and a lot of people were saying there was significantly less cosplay this year mm-hmm. than in the past and i i don't know because it's been five years since i'd been there but it seemed like there was less uh-huh. this year than uh, than i'd seen in years past but you know not really sure uh Again, I was. It's hard was to tell about those there.
0: things. I mean, really, like it's it, such
1: a big area. Yeah, It's such a huge area that you don't know.
0: And like, and like you said, considering how many things were happening, you know, outside the con, it's possible that uh, that the reason they're saying that is because they just didn't see everybody who was walking around. Because there might have been as many mm-hmm. people in other areas uh, as opposed to just on the con floor. I'm gonna post the link into the uh, into the chat uh, as well for something that I found today on Kotaku that uh, if I remember too, we'll post on the, uh, on the Facebook uh, the comment timing, Facebook, uh, there was a dude dressed as, uh, as an Assassin's Creed uh, character who did a Assassin's Creed San Diego, where he ran around and I did s- parkour and free running throughout the comic con. And it's just cool. Amazing looking.
1: Well, I would say another thing that I saw that was good cosplay-wise. Um, going back to my friend Tess Fowler, who uh, who does artwork, uh, she did a print uh, a while back of Apocalypse Princesses, and it mm-hmm. was all the Disney princesses, but as if World War III had happened or the apocalypse had happened. Yep. Uh, very dark, grim, but very intricately detailed, and it was a pretty popular print because I think about five to six women came. Dressed as apocalypse princesses, so you may have seen them floating around. So it's like Sleeping Beauty with curlers in her hair, smoking a cigarette, and <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. Just and very dark and, and very cool. I mean, if if you get a chance, I'll I'll send you guys a link to the uh to the drawing or yeah. to the uh, print print of it, so you can see what I'm talking about.
0: We got a uh we got a print of uh, done by uh, by I believe the name is Christopheranka who's a, mm-hmm. uh, a cover artist for Marvel. And uh, we got a print that, sh- that uh, was made up of uh, all of the ex-women in, uh, in elegant outfits. So it's nice. got uh, that. Uh, I think uh, if I remember the print exactly, it had Storm Jubilee, uh, Rachel Gray, Katie Pride, uh, I believe Scarlet Witch, uh, Ileana, and, uh, and Emma on it. Nice. Yeah, all looking, all sexy and everything. So now we got to find a nice 11 by 17. Uh, uh,
1: oh, yeah, I've, got, I've got some serious frame shopping to do. We um, we picked up a lot of prints this time around, definitely. Um trying to think what other swag we got. Uh, there was a, a really nice He-Man uh, poster that had just about every character that has ever been in it, but done in like a fine art painting type thing. And, Ooh. yeah, we picked that one up, and uh, that's going to require a rather large frame. So Sweet. that's going to be a fun one to to shop for but yeah that was that was really it i mean i i in in the five years that i hadn't been not much has has really changed you know the same arguments that were being made five years ago are still being made today that (laughs) it's not focused on comics but i think if we based on what we've talked about the focus may not be as much on comic books but it's certainly still on comic-based property yep Mm -hmm. And comic media. And, you know, if you're saying that you couldn't find a comic at Comic-Con, you weren't looking because they're there. You just have to be able to walk past the gigantic, you know, Warner Brothers booth or the, you know,
0: what have you. And And comic book video games, too. I mean, like whether it be Facebook games or whether it be full fledged video games, they were announcing a bunch of stuff.
1: Well, and that was one smart thing that they did do. They pushed all the video game stuff to one end of the hall. If you were there to, to do video game stuff, you had an area to go to. you didn't have to hunt for it or anything like that, and you were around other people who had similar interests so that was kind of that was a smart play on their part. You had Xbox uh, Nintendo and PlayStation all yep, kind of side by side in that one area and and I was like, that's new and that was smart yeah good job uh good job San Diego so a lot they did right a lot they did uh you know there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Security there are still like thugs. <laughs> sorry.
0: I remember that's, that very well, yes. Sorry, that's yeah. that's just
1: the way it is. That's I mean, I got, I got the stink eye because my wife, when we registered, grabbed a big bag to put her stuff in, and I wanted one too. And they were like, why do you get a bag? And I'm like, because I got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... I'm like, "Well, you're with her." And I'm like, "That doesn't mean shit. We each have our own ticket. We each get a bag." And yeah. they were like giving me crap about it. And I'm like, "It's a frickin' free bag, dude." Yeah, seriously. You're not you're not the Gestapo. Calm down. All right? It's going to be a long 5 days if that's going to be your attitude.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, Chris was able to <laughs> switch. I mean, they gave her a fucking Vampire Diaries bag and she was like, "I don't want this." So, so she wound yeah, up we, with a Supernatural bag. Yeah, we both wanted the
1: eventually. 1960s Batman one. Is that's nice. what we
0: for. She got Supernatural because because that's yes, Brent, time. I am single-handedly keeping the CW alive.
1: Yeah, well, no, I am with Arrow. <laughs> I, I, I love Arrow.
0: I'm, I love it. Arrow. No, it's, it's just he, he, post, he posted a link to my wall at some point about how CW uh, is is making most of their money off of Netflix and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, me watching all of Supernatural helped that happen. <laughs> 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 well, they, they can't do that. They only have up till season six. No, they don't. They have they had up to season seven last I checked. Oh, at least on my uh, Netflix, it doesn't have that. Yes, they had, they had all of season seven. Season eight is what I had to watch on the, uh, on, you know, via other means, because uh, the season nine is about to begin in September. Uh, maybe, so. maybe it just didn't display on my uh, computer. It's
1: possible. Other news: Supernatural has been on a long time. Yes, I it
0: has. know that. I meant on my on my television. Maybe oh. it didn't display correctly. Maybe. That's possible, yeah. Because now I'm damn it, now you're making me check my PS three when I get off of this just to make sure that I'm right. <laughs> but uh just saying, man. I mean they it had like one through four and then this five,
2: one and two, and then six, one and two. That's weird. Seven, one and two. But yeah, they were you're right, they're all on Netflix. All right, cool. I think maybe it was because like it was more than a hundred episodes. That's and probably for some it. reason Netflix uh struggles on like the uh, my, I use Netflix through my television and not mm-hmm. another device. Gotcha. And uh, for some reason that one or that uh, operating system has trouble with more than 100 episodes of I a series. I use the PlayStation 3 app because it works. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to use my Xbox. No, that makes the sense. The remote is easier. The actual sense, remote though. is easier than the goddamn Xbox controller and connect going, Huh? What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> Oh, real? You didn't mean to say that, but I'm going to rewind it anyway. Oh, if you want me to stop in the middle of the episode, I'll happily oblige. The, re-
1: the, the real re- fun with Connect is trying to get Hulu to recognize Arrow. Because <laughs> you can talk at Hulu. Play Arrow. Uh, Arrow. See, that's, that's the one thing Aro. they didn't say. You, you the- start saying it differently. Arrow. <laughs> Arrow. 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 And my wife comes out, what is wrong with you? Are you having a stroke? No, I'm trying to get this damn thing to play my show, and it won't do it.
2: Now playing so Scooby-Doo. The show is if Kinect stops recognizing the television it's displaying.
0: Try, ima- imagine trying to watch the Fuck movie. Fuck those other sensors. Let's focus on audio. Um, um, imagine trying to watch the movie Just Push Play with Kinect. <laughs> Like, <laughs> connect. Just push play. Ba-doop. No, 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 Oh! <laughs> All right. So I, th- I think we've we've gone the gambit here. Just out of curiosity, Brent. I mean, we're not going to talk about it. But have you watched the Flash, the Flashpoint movie yet? Yes, I have. What'd you think? I liked it. Okay, I haven't seen I, it yet. I so. heard it was I liked
2: good. It better uh, than uh, Superman Unbound, which I just oh. shelled out for. Yeah. So I was kind of like, damn it! I should have waited on that one for Netflix and bought the Justice League one.
1: Yeah, I've heard it was good, but very violent. Yes, for yeah. a Justice League Movie.
2: Well, I mean, well, they're they're earning the okay. I I told this to Jamal too on Facebook the other day. He was complaining it was too violent. They they uh, James Tucker I guess on Word Balloon or something something else or a print interview, internet whatever said they're told earn your PG thirteen and they push it as far as they can. Wow. Yeah. So, these aren't for kids. I'm sorry.
1: We'll earn Cry, your PG-13. Wine,
2: go
0: show your kids the old cartoons on Netflix. Wolverine. For... Be- uh, sorry, not Wolverine. I mean Wonder Woman beheaded two people in her movie, and I and I really liked no. that movie. She did in the shadows. And
2: this one, uh, there's a uh, a gunshot to the head, and you see right through it.
0: Ooh! Damn! Snap! Right. I won't say who, but. Ooh, ooh. Well, I, I read the book, so I... Right, I kinda, you
2: can kind of get it from there, but... Kind of have a feeling. If you haven't seen it or read the book, yeah. I won't say.
0: It was Batman. Batman's dead.
1: Batman always did it.
0: <laughs> That's just how it goes. Boom. So I believe at this point we have completed our quest of San Diego Comic-Con and related she isn't it. So uh, before we wrap it's, it's, things up... And, and, and boobies yeah always boobies uh and boobies. al uh gi- yes. gi- give the fine folks out there as many plugs as you so desire
1: okay well the main place to find out what i'm up to is www.studiofugazi.com that's s-t-u-d-i-o-f-u-g-a-z-i uh that is essentially me my goal is uh to have at least one thing new up every uh every week um which is not very ambitious but then again neither am i Mm. but um that is now the new home of where you can pick up thugs uh online as far as uh the comic that uh was so cool wonder woman from dc stole from it uh we're (laughs) putting it out well we're thinking about it that'll probably be on the uh we're up to issue six now in print steve is working on that right now and that's our halfway point we're trying to do 12 issues uh total to tell the entire story and uh, six is going to be a double issue when we just might have to put uh, you know, something, something to rib DC about it and we'll get a cease and desist even though they stole from us hmm. um, another good place, follow me on Facebook uh, you can either look for uh, Al Sparrow is of course my, my personal thing but you're better off going and looking up Studio Fugazi and just liking the page um, that is where all the cool new artwork uh, usually shows up first, I try and put it there before I start putting, uh, you know, anything on my personal site, and cool. really, if I don't know you, I probably will not friend you on my personal site. It's not personal; it's yeah. just I don't, if I don't know you. I'm not going to friend you, and that's just the way it is. Sorry, it's a smart but way to go about it. That doesn't mean I don't like you. Um, as far as new stuff, uh, as I think I heard my wife mention, we'll be at CopperCon in Mesa, Arizona, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be at Amazing Arizona. Next year, and uh, probably, yeah, I'll definitely be at the Phoenix Con again next year. Um, I can tell you if you want something different, I can't say enough nice things about the Phoenix Con. If you want to go to a convention that is very much comic book based by all means seek us out unfortunately it would involve coming to phoenix around <laughs> memorial day yeah. when, it's, when it's 120 degrees in the shade
0: sure so, i'll be uh, i'll be right there yeah I'll, I'll, it's I'll, I'll, so
1: horrible because when the phoenix comic con started it was in mesa and they had it in january <laughs> and they could boast about being the first <laughs> convention of the year yeah because it was and january in phoenix is bliss right you know, you're running around. The rest of the country is bundled up in in 10 layers of clothes. You have shorts and a tank top on. Yep. You know, and you're rubbing it into everybody, you know, because right now we're getting it all rubbed into us because it's humid, hot and just deadly. Mm. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, that's another one. I implore you if, if you've heard us talk about San Diego Con and you have been enjoying San Diego Con. Um, you know, it is a mecca that everybody should at least try and go to at least once in their lives. Agreed. But don't do it at the expense of these smaller conventions that pop up around you. Mm-hmm. Go to them, support them. A lot of them are non-profit. They are not doing this for any reason. Other than that, they love comics. Yep. And uh, they're putting this stuff out there. They're giving these uh, creators a chance to go and meet their audience. And unless they're GRR Martin, they really do want to meet you and like you. Um <laughs> I'm picking on GRR. I'm sure he's a it's very fine, nice person. It's he was, fine. He was having a horrible day. I'm sure. Well,
0: speaking of uh, speaking of conventions, I will be at uh, at Otakon, uh, walking the floor uh, next week, which is uh, the big anime convention in uh, Baltimore from Thursday to Sunday. So if you see me, and you know what I look like, thanks to Facebook, you can uh, go ahead and say hi, and I will probably say who the hell are you, and uh, and that'll be that'll be fun and good times. Uh, yeah, uh, well. Al, obviously, thanks thanks for joining us, man. Uh, st- hey, thanks
1: for having me. It was great.
0: Yeah. And uh, hopefully, it'll be more, you know, less time than uh, like four years the next time
1: that we, next that
0: time we I have show up. you on.
1: I, I, I have never been busier than I have been right now. It's Understandable. actually gotten to the point where I've had to turn away business. Wow. Which is an enviable position to be in, especially when, yeah, I consider myself still very much a no name. But I've been getting so much work coming in just locally and otherwise where it's like, um, I'm going to have to put you on my schedule for next year. I really am going to be busy right up good, to the it's end a, it's of a the good, year. It's a good
0: position to be in, man. It's a good position to be in.
1: It's 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 enviable, yeah. It, it's good and bad. <laughs> I, I, I've i had some great assignments. I'm working on one right now. I don't mind sharing with you real quick. Go ahead. I had a family approach me, and they're like, you know what? We'd like you to draw our family. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the next sentence was, as Alpha Flight. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, no, my wife saw your business card. And she said, I want him to do us as Alpha Flight. So I have this uh, husband, wife, and their little kid as uh, North Star, Aurora, and Puck. Oh, that's
0: amazing.
1: And I am working on it right now. and it, it, it has been so much fun. So freaking cool. <laughs> Just because they like Alpha Flight. If you like Alpha Flight, you're automatically okay in my book.
0: Sweet. It doesn't
1: matter. You could be a serial killer. I like <laughs> Alpha Flight, though. Then you're all right. You're fine. There's nothing wrong with you.
0: George Zimmerman? Like, no, okay, let's not go yeah, there. Yeah, um, Zimmerman liked Alpha Flight. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brent, any uh, any BKs coming up or anything like that? Uh, not that I know of, no. All right. Uh, it, well, I'm sure you'll be sharing your, your random thoughts and opinions on Facebook in one way or the other.
2: <laughs> Got to have content somehow. Exactly it's all either, about content
0: either you or me well, one of us will, uh, will do it and if i get bored at work i'm sure i'll, I'll put out a uh, an extra point or something like that but before we go uh real quick i wanted to uh put a congratulations out there to everybody who has been nominated for harvey awards specifically friends of the show uh adam comfort are yet again nominated for rainbow Yay! in the dark so uh and and for their uh various art skills so congratulations to them Uh, also uh, multiple nominations for Mr. Mike Norton so uh, congratulations to him uh, both for his art and for his uh, webcomic Super Pug. so uh, I don't
1: I don't hate you Mike
0: (laughs) nobody nobody hates Mike Norton okay I
1: met I met Mike Norton finally he was at the Phoenix Con this past year and he thought I hated him what he was like, I always thought you hated me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you you always talk bad about me on the con. And I'm like, no, that's, that's M-Guy1977. Like, oh, you're not him. And I'm like, no, I'm not him. He's, he's the guy that always said he never liked you. I always liked you.
3: Uh, now
1: shut up and give me a sketch, monkey boy.
0: <laughs> As I called him, uh, comics favorite Yeti, Mike Norton. Uh, getting getting some nominations and uh, also uh, Steve Ellis, uh, local to uh, to Brooklyn, uh, got some nominations in there and a whole bunch of other people. So if you want to check it out, just uh, head to the Harvey Awards website and you can find the full list there. And, uh, and if you're a comic professional, you can uh, vote on the awards as voting is not yet closed. So uh, make yourself known and make that happen. So, yeah, uh, that's about it. Uh, plug DCBS again. Yep. DCBS, discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. Use the promo code CT8 to get an additional 8% off on your first order. And most importantly, Forever Evil was last month, so you can start buying DC books again. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Timing. That's where Brent and I share a bunch of articles and have conversation with you. So if you haven't liked us, go ahead and do so. We will probably be having some sort of contest in the somewhat near future, so stay tuned for that. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at ComicsPodcast.com and the League of Comic Book Podcasts over at slash League. And send us an iTunes review on iTunes. Those are always appreciated. So once again, for Al, for his lovely Sharknado wife, and Brent, I mean, let us see money. Everybody out there, that there's always time for comics.